Can you hear it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Love it. Love this tune. Yeah, I like I like that riff. We're actually working on like a modified version of it right now. Yeah, that's a, I like that. That's a good beat. Adding in some lyrics to it. Are you? That'd be oh, dope. Yeah. Yes, it's gonna be good. Yeah, that'd be dope. All right, welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick. And as always, big shout out to Senjin Boychuk. You know, find him on all the socials. Absolutely just crushing it uh, right now, on, especially on YouTube. He's everywhere on YouTube. See him a bit on Instagram. Uh, anyway, go give him a follow. Senjin Boychuk everywhere. And uh, this week's guest, you know, the roughest hands around. Uh, rough Iron. What's going on, everybody? What's, What's going, going on, on Dick? Oh, buddy, you know, just getting off work, hanging out, had a bite to eat, talked to the wife and kids. I was, I, I knew, I wanted to do a podcast tonight, wanted to record one, but I was like, yeah, who, who can I ask? And then I'm like, okay, let's ask Rough Iron. We're trying to get you on for a while here. And I literally asked you 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, and, and you're like, and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm down, I'm in. And uh, these are my favorite to do, you know, last minute. There's no rhyme or reason. It's not planned. That's um, always the funnest. Oh, dude, they, it, they usually They're are. It's fun. it's it's fun for me anyway. We've only had a couple happen like that, so and and they've turned out to be really good ones. I mean, you picked a good day. Oh, where'd you go? Oh, we lost you. There you go. I'm, I'm I'm right here. I'm right here. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I just got a phone call, uh, so I have to hit do not disturb. Yeah, I just did that. I told everybody, listen, I'm be on a podcast. Leave me alone. Yeah, leave me leave me alone. I'm I'm trying to trying to make some blue collar magic over here. Right. Well, you know, it's the Fourth of July too here in the old United States. So well, I'm waiting for the, the the boom to go off behind me here in Wyoming. So happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Day to you, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's been a fun day. Get a day we off. Had, yeah, we yeah we just so, had our we just had our. Uh, you guys just had Canada, Canada Day, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we. I spent the Canada Day long weekend moving. Yeah, yeah. I seen your, I seen your uh, dilemmas. Yeah, no, it was really interesting. It was hectic, and uh, we made some. We pulled some magic out of our ass. I don't know how that yeah. happened. It was. It was. It, it, it cost a little bit more money than I wanted it to, but we made some magic happen. It was. It was uh, interesting. You got it done. Yeah, yeah, and I'm having a little bit of a. So I'm I'm in a little bit of a, 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 a what what a, a conundrum I guess you would call it my yeah. my oldest daughter she's five and I gotta remember here so my mind is like okay she'll be fine she's very um, uh, resilient and it, mm-hmm. and the last time we moved it took her almost eight months or whatever it was to find a friend in the neighborhood because we moved in the winter time and you know no one was outside it was very right, cold. Right. And she didn't start school until that following September. So, or or a year later, I guess I should say. Um, so she's having a hard time right now. Why did we have to leave my friends? Why, you know, yeah. why? I'm bored. I, I, but a lot of that, she's five, and her first words all weekend were, "When's the Wi-Fi getting hooked up?" <laughs> yeah. Right for her yeah. tablet and her fire. Oh screen, yeah. You know? So I got a seven-year-old yeah. daughter, and I know. I know. Yeah. She's the same way. We were on a road trip back from Florida, and she's like, can I use your tablet? It's dead. You killed it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's dead. Look out the window. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and I know that'll change. We do know some more people than we did in, in Calgary. We live in Edmonton. Okay. Now we know a lot more people. Uh, there's some of our friends' kids actually live down the street that they're already friends with. And plus when she goes back to school in September, she won't have no problems meeting friends. And I bought her a right. pool. Right. I bought her a pool. We just came from a really nice area in Calgary. Uh, really, uh, I don't know. It, it had a private lake and stuff like that. This this year is nowhere near that. But <laughs> yeah. it's nice. Yeah. It, it's, it has the potential to be nice. And our house is twice over twice the size it was before. And they both have their own room. So I got to chalk it up oh. to win. Oh, but yeah. I have, I have to. But but it's hard. It's It's hard right now. So. You know, we're, we're uh, I, I got to remember I did it for the betterment of my family. And when she's oh having yeah, her sad oh yeah. days, she's, she's, she'll get over it, I hope. But yeah, uh, it do. really tug at my heartstrings. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I got a whole gaggle of them. I got, well, I got all boys though, except for my, my youngest. So, and then they all got to work for me too. So that's, that's, you know. Yeah. They're, they're how, all how do you get all boys? How do you get boys? What's the secret to that? Man, I don't know. No idea. My first, right out the gate in high school, I had twins. Wow. So, I mean, for you. Oh, shit. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> They're good kids. I got great boys, but, you know, you want to learn how to grow up fast? Have kids in high school. I don't recommend it. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, no, no, no. My wife and I have been together since uh, since high school, since grade the end of grade 11, beginning of grade 12, I believe it yeah. was. Um, we freeballed it, uh, but that other there are other things there that we had no idea about that were you know keeping us from having kids which i i think is kind of a good thing hold on does this zoom out no it doesn't zoom whatever we're good (laughs) yeah yeah it's all good but yeah no we freeballed it we we had a good time though we 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 had a good time and no kids and then you know it took us 12 years to actually have kids so really really yeah like me i have a whole bunch my sister has two and she had to try and try and try and try, and I could just look at them. So, you know. And <laughs> hey, there, stop there touching are. your wife. Stop touching the wife. No. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God. You know, I mean, high school, you know, I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, it was, it, you learn quick. You learn quick that you, like, there's a lot of things more important than yourself when you have kids. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you say, what, three of them work for you now? Uh, four. Well, Three of them work with me right now in the same company. The fourth one that is iron worker, he works for a different company. So I have four boys that are iron workers right now. Iron worker in the runs in the blood. Yeah, and then I got one that just graduated high school, so he's probably going to come in. So, man, good for you. My, is it, are you are you happy with that? Are you proud about that? Or yeah, you know, so like I always kind of quote like Gary V, like Gary Vanderchuk, when he's like, you know, college is a bad investment. You know, you, you get all this upside down debt and then it takes how many years to pay it back plus the interest plus all the stuff. Now, like me, I went to school on a scholarship. I played hockey. I went to school on a hockey scholarship. Got a, I have a degree in fucking marine biology, but I'm an iron worker. So, What position did you play? Uh, I started out as a goalie and then I started playing center. So Goalies unite. Us fucking goalies are weirdos, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I, you know, so like I went, I played in OHL actually for a while. Really? And then, yeah, I played in the O for a while. And uh, I'm talking, this is way back before what it is now. Like now it's a direct link to the NHL, you know, be, between that and the WHL and all that. Like yeah. I played over, in, I played over in London and all that. Cause I was, I lived right across the bridge from Windsor. So yeah. we were right, you know, right there, Kitchener all over in there. 
And uh, then when I started to age out, I got a scholarship to Michigan. So I was like, well, I'll go play there. And then, wow. but at the time they were, the, they were just pumping out NHL prospects. And I was probably like a fourth line practice squad guy on their team. So I played for a couple of years and I went and played like ECHL stuff and I had kids. So I was like, all right, I'm trying to get my ass beat. I need to go to work. So what, what team did you play for? Where at? I in the know. ECH, in the O, I played for London for a little bit for one, one year, one year. And then I went to Barry and I played there. And that's when I came back over to the States and played on the state side. Yep. The Barry Colts, eh? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. The London Knights and the Barry Colts. Shout out to the London, London Knights, long. man. Shout out to yeah, the London cool, Knights. Man. They got a really good hockey program. You got like guys like Nazem Kadri and oh, I believe dude, Mitch Marner. So, so are you a big hockey fan then? Oh yeah. Who's oh, your yeah. favorite team? Shit, we just got the number one draft pick. You figure it out. Oh shit, Chicago. <laughs> oh yeah. You're you're yep. you're a Blackhawks fan. I'm a Blackhawks fan. Living in the Detroit area. So, okay, so I saw the – it was a preseason game. I saw the Detroit Red Wings play the Chicago Blackhawks when Detroit opened their new arena. Like that very first season they opened yeah. the uh, Little Caesars Arena. Yeah. yeah, man. Did you work on that as an iron worker or what? Yeah, we did a lot. We did a lot of uh, – God, we just were in and out of there just doing all kinds of different rebar stuff. So That would be kinda, a kinda wicked fun. project, man. That would be sweet. Detroit right now is so busy, so so busy. They're building a bridge to Canada, you know, that and the Gordy Howe Bridge. Don't we already have a bridge and we're trying to burn it? Maybe, but you guys are paying for it, so it's all good. Yeah, hey, whatever. Hey, Canada's. Yeah. Good. Hey, you want some of my tax dollars? Here's my tax dollars. That's exactly the what they did. So, like, yeah. Windsor, however, they worked it out. Windsor's going to pay for it, and then they're going to collect the toll money, and we're going to collect the toll money and apparently give it back to you. That probably that's probably not going to happen. But that's that's the plan. Well, so yeah, right they're funding like the, the whole thing. Yeah, right now there's the Ambassador Bridge, right? Yeah, and that was built in the oh, like the forties. So what are they gonna do with that? They're just gonna keep it running. But if they gotta like the load on that thing, is just getting worked. Oh, I think yeah. it's so worked. It's the only crossing from oh god, Sault Ste. Marie all the way. That's the only crossing. I used to oh live no, in maybe, maybe maybe. Maybe the big blue bridge up by uh, Port Huron. Maybe I think that still goes across up by nice. Lake St. Clair, but I can't remember. Nice. But yeah, that's. I mean, that thing is always backed out. The tunnel's backed out. Like that thing needs help. So, so, so as a Blackhawks fan, okay, explain this to me because I'm a diehard Leafs fan. I'm like, die hey, you guys Leafs. just picked up. You guys picked up like some some muscle. Man, the Leafs are going to be a little tougher to play against next year. Ryan Reeves, Max Domi, John Klingberg. Um, who else did we get there? Um, yeah, you guys got – I can't think of the other one. Oh, Todd – not Todd Bertuzzi. Uh, yeah, Tyler, Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler, yeah. Tyler, yeah. Yeah, Todd Bertuzzi is uh, – we don't talk about Todd Bertuzzi. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. But, man, yeah. like, so as, as, as a Blackhawks fan, like, if my team – and, 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 you know, I, I don't know how you feel about it. But if my team were, was involved in a scandal like the Blackhawks, I'd probably be a little bit like, okay, I'm done. I got I to gotta step back here. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I don't – man, I don't know. Like, the way it all went down was shit. Like, they should they didn't do that that man any justice. You know what I mean? No. Quenville should have cleaned house as soon as he figured out and found out about it. He should have took everybody, held everybody accountable, and got rid of them. And he didn't. 
And yeah. that, you know, that's just a, a shit move by a great coach, which is, is, is a sad thing to have a check, you know, asterisk next to your name. Yeah. So um, I know Coach Q has actually got a meeting with Gary sometime this month to be reinstated. Yeah. And and maybe maybe he did more than we don't know about. I don't know. And yeah. I'm thinking maybe our, our old GM probably had a little bit of cover enough to do with that because he was kinda, Yeah, he was selling the farm to keep everybody. So we saw how that worked out. Yeah. Well, how do you feel? How Okay. How do you feel getting Bedard? But you've lost a lot in the last year, right? Caves and Kane yeah. are gone. Kane might be back. Kane's not coming back. He's – come on. Do you think Kane will re-sign in Chicago? How much do you think he's worth now, anyways? I think he'll take four million. Four million. You know, his 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 and Taves deal towards the end, maybe Taves not so much, but Kane's deal, like they they looked pretty good as the cap rose and there they were locked in for eight years, right? And, oh, and yeah. so oh, like yeah. those guys looked like steals for a long time. Well, and then you know, they just started trading the farm away and Kane had nobody to pass to. You had to bring it, they gave him to Ottawa, and then yep. who else did we have? We had uh Damn, slamming doors up in here. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. We, we traded everybody to Detroit. And I was like, what are we doing? So. Hey, I'm a Leaf fan. I lived through, fuck, well, only the last six, seven years have been really good. You know. Oh, uh, yeah. I used to watch I used to watch Toronto every night. So I lived close enough where I could get Hockey Night in Canada on the regular TV when I was a kid. Yeah. So all we had to do was turn the antenna and we could watch, you know, CBC. So we would watch all the hockey nights in Canada, so we'd always watch the Leafs, obviously, and then whoever was playing out West. Nice. So mine was like the Matt Sundin era, you know. All, How all old that. are you? 43. 43, I'm 34. So, yeah, the, yeah, Matt, Matt Sundin, man, that takes mm-hmm. me back. McGillney, Sundin, Gilmore, Neuendijk, uh, you know, Eddie <laughs> Belfour is my all-time favorite player. So, um, like, my son, my oldest son, my my oldest twin is named Curtis Joseph. So, no way. Yeah. Dude, that's so. crazy. My daughter, <laughs> so. my daughter was helped by Cujo in the the, the Costco here in in Edmonton a couple of years yeah. ago. He was signing autographs and that's cool. Like, Here, take my daughter. Hey, and and she that's was cool. like maybe a year. Yeah, man. He still that's plays crazy. actually, and he skates out. He's he hasn't played goalie since he retired, but he skates out, and he's a hell of a good player. Oh, of course he is. You know, for yeah. a guy who, you know, all those guys back then, they were not sure if, like, you look at kids now, they're groomed for the NHL, like, right from well, the first huge. Line, right? They're huge. Yeah. They're groomed for it, right? They're, 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 they're basically, they're prepped for it from the time they're born till the time they get there. Oh, yeah. Whereas oh, yeah. Eddie Belfour and Cujo, they didn't know they were going to be good enough. They, they were teenagers well, when they picked it up. They're <laughs> like, hey, you know what? Like, I always sort of liked hockey. I sort of played the position. But, you know, it wasn't until I went to high school and I was like, hey, I'm all right with this. They got a little scholarship to, like, Notre Dame and, and Cujo. I think it's Cujo's. Cujo went to Notre Dame. And he wasn't even sure if yeah, he was going to go. He wasn't even sure if he was if he wanted yep. to play hockey, but he got the scholarship to go, and he ended up being like, "Yeah, I could do this. Fuck it." Goes and plays yep. with the Leafs and has a stellar career as one of the best goaltenders. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Probably one of my all-time favorites is probably Hextall. Hextall's probably. I mean, he was just mean, so I just like you know I like the way he played. Didn't and him, and, him and uh, him and uh, what's his Berkey just got uh, fired from Pittsburgh? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see yeah, what happens it, there. That's crazy. I didn't know that you were uh, a 
oh, yeah. former OHLer, man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I'm eight up in, in it. Wow, good for you. So I still play. So does it does it like like hurt knowing sometimes that like hey I could have been making millions of dollars somewhere on an ice rink. I was good. I wasn't that good. I think people don't realize when you play like as you start going up how much faster the game is and yeah. how like I was a big dude. So I was six one, about one ninety, and um, you know that's what God, uh, ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere in there. And um, now, like, say I played against Lindros and a couple of them, a couple other players. You know what I mean? Like, um, but the kids now are six three, six five. They're still one ninety, but they're lean muscle. They're not big muscle no more. Yeah. So yeah. I was always, you know, we were always groomed to be big muscle, and I would just beat your ass in the corner to death. And that was my, you know, at, as I got bigger and bigger, and then, but now these kids are so fast. Like I play with a bunch of kids in this like elite like pickup league. It's, I'm, 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 I'm too fucking old for this, man. Yeah, like, yeah. fast, dude. I play good position hockey, but they're fast. See, so. when I play out of the net, like, I'm all over the place, right? I'm like, ah, and I, I get in the corners, and I'm not afraid to, like, hit, and I'm not afraid to, like, I'm not afraid to get a little dirty. And, like, yeah. I think I get a little bit of skill with the stick handling, but um, I come out, and, and I don't like coming out because you got to take turns. you got to get off, right? And uh, when you're goalie, you're on. You're just there, right? You get yep. the whole game. And uh, they called me in, in, in high school, they called me the mini eagle. Eddie Belfour's alter, or not alter, <laughs> but the mini eagle. And I had my mask painted like Ed Belfour's. My dad nice. painted my, my, got my mask painted like Eddie Belfour's. And I had a Christian stick like Eddie Belfour. And I just wanted to be Eddie Belfour, right? And I, I was nowhere yep. near as good as Eddie Belfour. <laughs> but like, hey, man, I tried. I tried hard. And nowadays, when I look at goalie, man, I can run out and I could just, yeah, I need to get off. I need to take a breather. I need, I prefer oh, yeah. to be out now because I need yeah. to like, <sighs> right? I'm catching my breath because I still play like I did when I was 15. Yeah, I, I have no, can't. <laughs> yeah, I have no chill. Like, I'm so competitive. But like, yeah, now I now I play D and these damn guys leave me on an island all the time because they're like, oh, dude, you're like the best D in the league. And I'm like, I'm also the oldest dude in the league. Like, I, I need I need a fucking breather, man. So, but it, it's, you know, I don't think if you're a competitive person, you're always going to be competitive. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we have our ironworker competition coming up, which is in the second weekend of August. So, like, I'm starting to get ready for that and get, you know, so we'll see. Which I do pretty good in that every year. I'm usually in the top 10. I'm always in the top three tying rods, so... How long? How long have you been do, doing iron work for? Uh, this is my twenty first or twenty second year. Wow! So wow. I watched a lot of. I watched it. You know, when I first started, harnesses were kind of optional. Kind of, just if you find one, put one on. If not, fuck it, whatever. Like that was that was the mentality back then. You know, I grew up yep. literally with the old guys, like the guys that really worked in the sixties, seventies, eighties. And they were them, them. dudes were hard, man. I know we make a lot of jokes about these kids crying, but they wouldn't make it. No, fuck no, they wouldn't. Nope. No, we barely no. made it. They get fucking mad at me, and they're like, "Oh, you talk all so much shit." Yeah, I do. Well, whatever. But the shit's true. It's not like I'm yeah. making up any. And like, like our comedies, it's very, very similar. Like the yeah. stuff that we do. And uh, the shit's all true, though. It's from all the years of experience of doing it. Like, just I mean, obviously we use sounds to help with our stuff, but. 
Yep. It's all, you know, based off of something that we've seen, heard, or seen. Like, I've seen stuff that you've done that I, I usually, if I see you do something, I'm like, man, that's a smart-ass idea. I'll wait a long, long, long time to redo it. Yeah. And then I'll, yeah. I, but, you know, because that's disrespectful. Like, I feel like if I went and did, like, okay, say, like, the one you just did with the uh, clown emoji, opening up the safety man's phone. Yeah. That one's fucking brilliant. But, if, like, if I turn around and do it, that fucks up the whole algorithm. And then it's going to take away from your views, which ain't fair. Because you well, came up with it, yeah. so I, I've waited a whole year to do it because I saw it somewhere else. <laughs> See, right? that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I waited a, probably a little longer than a year, over a year to do it. Yeah, and some, and you're probably like me. I have so many ideas, I forget. I forget so much stuff that I want to do. I write it down now. And I used to, and I need to start doing it again because I'm so far. Be- I haven't. I have 400 drafts. Yeah, and I don't like, have that many anymore. And I'm like, yeah, well, I've been just kind of burning through because I've been traveling so much. I haven't had time. But yesterday, I went and made a whole bunch. So I'm kind yeah. of waiting for the I'm waiting for the Fourth of July to be over, and then I'm gonna start pumping them back out. But I did the old cheesy one that TikTok had today, where they did the Fourth of July over it, and I swear it made me a black dude. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it's Fourth of July, but I was like, okay, I mean, that's kind of funny. But so I just posted it. Screw it. I um where I just moved right. They're doing a whole bunch of construction on my new yeah. on the new street there. And like I'm off on days off, and I'm like, okay, I need to make some content, but I don't have. There's nothing around here, so I look down the street. And I'm like, huh, and no one's working that day. That's exactly what I gear, do. Throw on my gear, go sit in the porta potty, and I made one. Yep. And I'm like, all right, I gotta do this again. I made a couple like that, right? And I go to all these. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yep. and dude, it was it was like, all right, cool. You know, when we've talked about this on this podcast before, where you know we're at our best when we're limited. Right. And, and, you know, if we have all the creative freedom and space that we want, we usually don't do shit with it. It's when you're limited and you got to be quick about it or you don't have enough time mm-hmm. or, or, you know, you're restricted yeah. it's when you yep. come out with your best stuff. Right. And that's, that's wild. That's like me too. I don't have drafts, but I've got over uh, 1500 to 2000 sounds saved. Oh yeah. Me and, too. and I've got hundreds of videos in the favorites that I got to like, sometimes they're not part of my niche, but it's the sound that I want. And, and it's, so, like, it, jog, I, it jogs your memory. That's what mine do. Yeah. I look at yeah, it and exactly. I'm like, why did I like that sound? I'm like, that's why I liked it. And then I yeah. just blue collar it up. That's yeah. just, you know, so yeah, that's funny. Cause I do the same thing. It's, it's funny how yeah. that like works, you know, I talked to a lot of people too, like John Michael, Ricky and the boss, them guys. Like I asked, you know, me and him talking, he does stuff. Like I've done stuff of his, he's done stuff of mine. Like, yeah. you know, but same thing. We all try to not do it when the other one's doing it. Because, yeah. you know, you got to try to respect the man's, at least I feel like you do. There's guys that straight, I've seen them take your shit. I've seen them take my shit. And like instantly, are they taking still the whole, they don't even know care. They just post it right straight to the page. Like that Craneaholics, I think his name is. Yeah. Fuck that guy. But um, yeah, he's he's taking mine, yours, everybody's stuff's on there. You report it, it don't have, nothing happens. So. Like he actually uses your video without the it's without not, it's uh, not the, with the, the watermark no, or the, anything. It's got the watermark and everything. He don't care. So so at that point, here's how I feel about that. It's got the watermark. People see the watermark and they say, okay, well he's he's just reposting. He's shouting it out, right? Like if they'll see the watermark and they'll be like, hey, that's where I find that guy. Right. So it's kind of like giving me still exposure. I don't mind so much, but like, like, who was it? Like uh, Timberline, he's an operator. He, uh, he reposted Timberlines. It's got like 5 million views. But so now yeah. this guy's probably, he's probably getting up in there. Mine, he did the one where I was like, the rain out one where it was like, it's time. And me and my son took off running through the hard hat. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I got, I think I got like 5 million views on that, but he took it and he's got a couple million. Like, you know, it's just, get, I don't like when guys get numbers off of other people that it's one yeah. thing if you tag them or ask them or something like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. Well, I got an account out there right now on Instagram that's pretending to be me, and they're offshore. They work in an offshore rig, um, and they, they're pretending to be me, and they got my picture and a bunch of my videos, but they're not getting Damn. any traction with it. They're not getting any traction with it. And well, I the- reported. They got my account blocked. They got the Dick Frost Instagram blocked, but I can see them on like my personal one and other people's personal stuff and other yeah, people's, you know, so... Yeah, just make another backup page or make a whole nother phone, and you can have one just to you know keep an eye on people. Yeah, I, honestly, so, I I don't care. It's been over and a really, year, and he hasn't gained any traction, so it's really it's, you. You got a big community too, so your community. I yeah. know it's like Dick, look, Dick, look, Dick, look, 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 look. Like I think I tagged you on something in Facebook, and they're like, "Who's that? Your boyfriend?" I was like, "Obviously." Like <laughs> whatever, you yeah. know. Like they get so bent out of shape about nothing. It was something I can't remember. Something about oil, and um, they were yeah. like. If somebody said something to me about it, about saving the world or something. I was like, look, dude, quit driving then if you want to save the world. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I uh, really enjoy your content, right? I, because like you said, it's similar, but it's it's a little different, right? Uh, at the same time where, you know, I, I have a rig in the background a lot of the times or a pump jack and you got like rebar in the background, you know, and, and, and you got the hard hat and stuff like that. And I love how you include your sons. Uh, one of your sons play the safety guy or is, or is that a completely different yeah. person? He's actually, he's actually here with me. <laughs> What's up, safety me. guy? <laughs> yeah. He did. He has a whole page that when he used to do the safety mouse, because he can do the Mickey Mouse sound to a T. But nice. Disney being Disney, I was like, dude, we're gonna get hemmed up. Like they're gonna be like, oh, you're stealing something. So I was like, you know what? We're just kind of yeah. abandoning that page. And uh, but I would really like him to change his name and start like a, I don't know, like like because I don't want to change my name because it's already where it is. So I was like, but you're always in my videos, dude. Like. Um, like the NHRA, the National Hot Rod Association, invited us out to races. That's cool. And I was like, and I was like, hey, can I have a ticket for my son? You know, he helps. He's the one that helps me with a lot of these videos that get a lot of a lot of views. And I just feel that you know he helps me with it. That's a lot of work that goes into it. He should be rewarded as well. So we got to go hang out and do that. And I got a ton of footage for that that I need to post up on Instagram here shortly. I just I got a lot of freaking stuff to do, but yeah. But it's it's been it's been a good time, man. I mean. I work with all my boys, you know, my, my twins, they're foreman now, so I barely see them. And then, wow. Dev, you know, Devin, he's, uh, I think he's just going into the end of his first year. And my, as my other boys, they're going into their eighth year, I think, already. So how, how do you, how do you, how does dad feel knowing that their son's traded in uh, the, the, the blue collar hands for a white hat? I don't know. You know, like, so, so my, but see, blue collar or white hats here, we all work. I'm on my tools every day, even as a superintendent. There's no, the rod patch, you don't have no walking around bosses. Oh, so, shit. Good for you. Yeah. Good. Yeah, there's no, none of that shit. None of the, none of the white hats. Nobody changes their hard hat color around here. It's, hey, get the fuck to work. And, and that's what it is around here. For so. you know, there's a lot of that in in some spots. You know, um, I can't say that consultants don't work. They do a lot of the behind the scenes shit, and and they do a lot like on the rigs and shit. They they're the guys that are pulling their hair out, and they're the guys going to jail if something goes wrong. And they're the guys that oh, are yeah. organizing everything, right? And once in a while, you'll actually see like 
like I've seen a couple consultants actually like get in there and they're bored, right? They're like, you can tell they're bored and they're like, they're like, I still got it. And I'm going to show you <laughs> I got it. Right. And they, and they yeah. give her, um, I can't remember his name. He's like a, like an Albanian guy. He's a consultant. I can't say who he works for, but he's a consultant around Fox Creek area. And that guy gets in there quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of them guys work the rigs, so they know what they're doing. You know, everybody yep. don't realize that, like, oh, you you know, you got this cushy job. A lot of them guys work their ass off to get that cushy job. So, oh yeah. You know, I mean, like oh, yeah. like me, I I I probably could not wear my tools, you know, being a superintendent, but I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy working with my guys. I enjoy working with my kids. Everybody's like, oh, you're a fat dude. I'm like, I am a fat dude. I love it. Like, I you know, I blew my knee out in 2012 and I gained like a shit ton of weight. So, but I, you know, my knee's fixed. I, I actually was almost like 300 pounds. So I'm going way back down now. But I tell everybody, I said, you want to come? I'll, I'll work you paycheck for paycheck. I promise you aren't. Uh, you're going to quit before I quit. Yeah. I'll drag your ass all over the place. Because one thing I got to do, I still got to carry the gas around. Plus that bar I carry around. So you think I can't? Trust yep. me. I get a lot so. of those comments in uh, about uh, in the videos about how like, oh, you don't work hard. All you do is make videos all day. Get to work. Oh, put the phone down. Get to work. And you, I'm like, man, you don't take 10 minutes for yourself throughout the day. You don't have 20 minutes kicking around. You don't like after work. Yeah, sure. Sometimes I make it look like I'm still working. It's after work or it's before work or right, I've got a right. spare couple minutes. Right. And these people, they think like, oh, yeah, he's, he's making these videos. So he's not working hard. And I'm like, listen, but yep. my boss and all these consultants and all follow these guys, you. they they all follow me. Do you think mm -hmm. I'd still have a job if I didn't also work hard? Right? right, right, right. Well, and they forget, like especially you, you live basically on site. Yeah. So, like, like for me, I literally have so at home, I have a spot that I grew up in. It's always under construction. It's a great, it's a grain elevator factory, and there's a crane yard right behind it. That's why I do 99% of my videos. I don't ever do them on my job sites just because I don't want the customer or whoever to be pissed off at me. But I'll go to the non-union job site to make up all day long. What are you going to do, kick me off? I don't work there anyway. Yeah. So, and the same thing, like you said, you went down to use the shitter. I'll, I'll get on their machines. I won't run their machines because I don't want to mess up somebody's something. But if I just sit in a machine and, you know, take a video, you know, if they're unlocked, they're unlocked. If they're locked, I don't get in them. But, yeah. Oh, I'll make, a, quite I'll a, make a video. I'll make a video with a rig in the back when I'm on site. Um, they allow it to happen. Uh, you know, I'm being classy about it. I'm not doing. I'm not talking about anything industry specific that right. that's frowned upon. And I I make sure to stay away from that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so, because I know who everyone's watching, right? And that's that's not my oil field, right? Because like everyone's like, oh, show the real side of the oil field. Show this side, like. That maybe that's your side. I don't experience that because I stay away from that side of things, right? I don't see it. I don't need to see it. I don't go looking for it. I don't see right. it, right? Right. So, so basically, I make videos on what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've done, what have been, what's been said to me, right? If you want, if you want to show that side, come on and make some content yourself. Come do that side for yourself. Uh, yeah. Leave, leave me the fuck out of it, but yep. come and do it yourself. You know. Yeah. Everybody thinks it's so, and they, you know, they think that content's so easy, which like, like you said, you know, we write it down, we think about it, how many times I forget about it. And then when you yeah. see an opportunity pop up, something will pop in your head and you're like, right now, look, we got five minutes before anything happens. People don't realize these videos take 10 seconds. A lot of them, yeah. maybe 15, 20, 30, you know, depending if you mess up, but yeah, you know, yeah. it just depends on how you do it. So, 
they're like, oh my God, did you ever work? No, apparently I don't. I just have my job because, you know, I look good. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So. Of course. Of course, man. My boss knows what I'm doing. He knows that. He knows. And then, yeah. and, he gets, and there's days where he gets calls. Hey, if you're sending Dick Frost, tell him the phone stays away. Hey, if you're t- sending Dick Frost, tell him no videos on site today. And it's like, okay, cool. Now, having said that, I will make one in the truck if I have to. I'll be like, okay, yeah. I'm in the truck, right? Um, but no. there's also times where, you know, I'm driving down the highway and I see I, I carry my hard hat and my, my, my gear with me everywhere <laughs> I go now because yep. I'm driving down the highway and I see like a pump jack or something and I'm like, I got an idea for a video. I stop, I pull over and I make it. Right. And that's yep. my time. That's also my time. Right. And, yep. you know, I've also stayed clean shaven for the most part a lot of the time because I know I get comments. Sometimes I'll leave it go for a bit because I'll get comments be like, you don't work in the outfield. You're not clean shaven. Oh, you're not clean shaven. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess I don't get days off, you know. Right. And yeah, right. And, and right now some... I'm working road construction. So you're right. I don't have to be right. clean shaven here. So. Yeah, well, some men grow hair a little faster than other men, too. So, yeah, they don't, they don't realize that part. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, well, like, that's like that video I did with me sitting with my hands behind the back with the cop. Like, you're, you're, you're going to have a felony. I went to Florida on vacation and I took my hard hat and glasses and one pair of just work clothes. And the cop was cool. He was he held my phone for me. He's like, you want to do what? And I was like, dude, I just I said, I'd really like you to, like, put your handcuffs on. He's like, I can't be in a video, bro. Like, our, per our policy, I'm like, but I was like, bro, just hold my stuff and I'll sit in front of your car. He's like, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> he was super cool about it, man. But just like you said, the opportunity. I seen that. Co- and I was filming on the site that I had no idea what was going on there. So, yeah. And that, and that cop just pulled up and he was doing something totally off the wall. Nothing to do with me. And I was like, hey, man. Like, and just kind of got to shoot the shit with him. And I was like, you turn the lights on and stuff? He's like, yeah, I can do that. And I was like, heck yeah. Fuck dude, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So it was cool, man. And most guys are cool. Most cops are cool, you know, as long as you're yep. just not a dickhead. So, yep, yep. We, uh, our truck broke down two years ago up north, and uh, we were pulled off to the side. And the operator I was with hadn't had his logbooks updated in months. He didn't. Oh, shit. So, when we pulled over and he pulled in behind us, he's like, oh, shit. He started like writing. I got out to put the cones out, and I'm like, how's it going, man? And he's like, he looks, he's like, not bad. How's Dick Frost today? I was like, oh, shit. So I got to talking to him for a little bit. And I'm like, man, can we make a video? He's like, I follow you, but, like, I can't be in the video. So I made a video of the car behind us, and and he didn't even come and take a look at the driver's logs, right? Had he done that, had he done that, there was probably over $10,000 worth of fines (laughs) there. And uh, we we like to call that the day I saved that guy ten grand, right, or more. Oh, my God, yeah, that's crazy. It is funny, though, how many people, like, recognize you and stuff. I was in Vegas um, for, uh, oh, what was that? Not the World of Concrete, but the other one, uh, Con Expo. So yeah. I was out there, and where my Airbnb was, right across the street was a, a bar named Rebar. And I'm like, I got to go in it. Of course. I go in it. It's a dive bar. I was like, this is, like, this is my, I'm here. This is where I need to be. And some guy was walked up and was like, hey, are you rough iron? I'm like, yeah. He's like, fuck yeah, bro. And then just gone. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know what happened, like. But it was just, you know, like, out there, it was all construction people, so a lot of people knew who I was. But, you know, that's where I met, like, Heavy Hall and Fool and hung out with Teddy for a day and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, Teddy's, it's cool, man. Teddy's actually coming on the podcast. Uh, we're, we're trying to work out a time that works for him and, and, and me at the same time. But Ted, Teddy's agreed to come on. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's fun. And you know the thing about him? He is exactly 
how he is in his videos. He does Good. not give a shit about. I watched him and uh, oh, I can't think of his name. He's from Canada. Um, Chase Barber. Yeah. Yes. You're on. You're on danger. Yeah, and that they trolled this fucking truck driver salesman so like it was. I was dying. I was dying. Cracking up, laughing. They walked like this company walked away from their booth. And uh, they just sat there and did a whole skit like, why is your, you know, why is your transmission so shit? Why I got to buy a whole new one? I can't just buy the parts to fix it. Like, they were going back and forth. Like, they were the salesman and then customer. And then they were trolling the other dude. The other dude, like, they got him so far to take him into the truck. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you guys are killing me, man. But just, yeah, he was just a good dude, man. Like, I just well, like he, I, yeah, you know. I've been on Chase's podcast twice. Uh, Fear and Danger has been on my podcast way back, uh, episode twelve, I believe it was. Oh yeah. And uh, we're trying to get Teddy on, so I'm I'm stoked. I can't That'll wait to cool. get Teddy. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm pretty. Yeah, cool. when I was coming, when I was coming through, I wanted to stop at his spot when I was at uh, coming to California, but I just didn't have time. But now I'm so I'm so damn close to him right now that I I don't have time, or I'd like to get out there. Him and uh, like Slim Brick too, like Jesse. I like, like Slim Brick. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse's a cool dude. Man, I met him at World of Concrete. That's he's cool. He's a good dude. Yeah. And me and him That's actually cool. stay in touch quite a bit. And I, I really, I haven't even told him yet about sell you guys. I want to go out and lay brick at his company. And my company agreed to let him come to Rebar. So we can do like cool. a crossover of trades and like. So That's cool. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, look, dude, like I'll fly out to Salt Lake City. You guys show me how to lay block. And then when you got time, you fly to, you know, Detroit and I'll take you and show you how to tie rebar. That's cool. Just That'd do, be funny, just do a, Just do a, you know, a swap of trades. Because I was thinking, like, because, like, like, obviously, like, you, you're on a rig. I can't. Like, we couldn't swap spots because it just, things just don't work out like that. You but, need like, a bunch it, of tickets and safety orientation. Yeah, it would be crazy. Yeah. I'd, how I'd need a whole work visa. So would you. Yeah, so that's it true. Would, yep. it, would, it would be a whole, it would be a whole thing. So, but for Jesse, I was like, dude, that's so simple because, like, it's simple and uh but we kind of kind of talked about it and i was like i got the approval because i'm a union company he's non-union and not a member so i was like how can we do this but we have our own yard so i was like dude if we just do it in the yard and my boss is like yeah if we do it in the yard man that's cool you know as long as it's not like a real job and we get you know i don't we don't need people breathing down our neck so so it so. could work and here's how it would work i could easily put my coveralls in a hard hat in a, in a bag and check it Right, they wouldn't probably say anything, and and if that would be too much heat, I can always just block, buy a blue hard hat when I get when I get there. Right? Oh yeah, no, I mean for you to come down, it would be super easy. Because oh you're not, yeah, you're not actually working or receiving money. You yeah, know what I mean. So yeah, and it's funny because I actually have a blue Dick Frost jumpsuit that I just acquired. Ooh, so damn. I was like, so I might be, uh, I might just steal one of your whole ass videos then shortly. Oh shit. And yep, that, I might. Man, I should find something to do with rebar and like, like, how do I tie this? And I like, just tie it with have your hands all tied up, all tied together and shit. Yeah, so like, am I doing it right? <laughs> that are just like gnaw on the bar like a retard, like just just insinuates that we're stupid as shit. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but I I, uh, I was working uh, at a mill and they gave me a blue jumpsuit and I'm like, ain't no way. And they're like, you gotta give this back when you're done. I'm like, ain't no way. And, and no. they're like. My son's like, why do you want that? I was like, look. So I showed him one of your videos, and he's like, I was like, I'm 100% copying this dude's video. Like, I'm going to do a whole thing. I'm going to be like Chip Frost. Like, I'm just going to knock off the name and everything on my video and just put it, you know, post it on my page, but send it to you, and that way you can duet it and do all the stuff. Because I was like, I was like, and, you know, I knew we were going to talk on this podcast because, hell, we've been trying to line this up for a minute. 
Oh, and I yeah. Was like, when I talked to him, I was like, I got to tell him about that damn blue jumpsuit because I 100% am doing something in it. I don't know what. I'll find one of your videos that's like sort of something simple that has like a whole body view with that freaking thing on there, and I'll go get a blue hard hat and do it. And Oh, hell yeah. And, dude, it's not hard to find a rig in California or anywhere else. Man, honestly. If there's a refinery you... right next to my house, I'll go right outside your fence and do it. I don't care. Exactly. How, how often do you get down to Texas? Never. Never. They're, okay, very, so... they're a very non – uh, union non-friendly union state so yeah i i get it i i understand yep they're very non-friendly to the union so, so. um hold on first of all where can people find you on on the socials just in case anyone doesn't know so on facebook facebook youtube and uh tiktok it's rough underscore iron on instagram it's rough underscore iron 55 yeah oh, and, and i see your clapper Hey, oh, Andy Clapper. Oh, Clapper sucks. I'm partially verified over there, though. I'm I'm fully verified. I've been over there since like day one. They actually yeah, I've been over there for me and years. They contacted me right when it first started, and they're like, "Can you bring so and so over?" I'm like, "Look, I ain't asking nobody to go anywhere. If you guys want them, go ask them your damn selves." Yeah. So I, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like Clapper for because it feels very robotic. Lots of bots, like in the in the comments section, the views are very up and down. Yep, it it is. So I just post. I do the same thing. I post. The only thing I haven't been consistent on is YouTube. I'm very lazy when it comes to YouTube, which I need to quit bullshit and just go buy a laptop and and or desktop or something. Probably a laptop because I travel so much and upload all my content because I have a backup page because uh I had like on TikTok I got to plug my damn phone in. There we go. On uh, TikTok, I had like 10 accounts trying to steal, you know, be me. So I was like, all right, this is bullshit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, man, it's just so, people don't realize how much work goes into reposting stuff everywhere, all over the place. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And, and then, and and then making sure it's not and... watermarked. Yeah. Yep. Make sure it's not watermarked and all that. That's... And then, yeah. yeah. You know, as soon as, and then I got, you know, when I got verified on Instagram, Literally, then Meta Verified comes out, and I was like, "That's bullshit." I was like, "This well, is stupid." What? What? So, what's Meta Verified? You got you got your your check mark for free, right? Yeah. So what I did is I applied for it like, man, I don't know, months in advance. Well, you know, you go through the process, but like, what really set it over for me is I had a couple newspaper clippings from uh when I was in Ironwork competition and won. Marmac Wire did a whole yep. write up about me and a couple other guys. And um, my actual my OSHA 30, my OSHA 10, because it's government supplied stuff is kind of what put me into that. And then, um, you know, I was in a few new, like I said, news articles, news things that I, and you had to provide all that stuff. It took me a while to dig it all up. And then, but I waited until I got to like, uh, what was I? I was at like 75,000 K or something on, on YouTube or take, or this Instagram. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna try it. And, uh, Cause I'm friends with Slow Mo, and Slow Mo's got what's he got seven million on TikTok, and then four hundred, five hundred thousand on Instagram. And I was like, "How do you get verified, dude? What's the trick?" He's like, "You got to have like this, 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 and this." And I went for it because who's gonna pay fifteen? Is it fifteen, fifteen dollars a month or something to be verified? Yeah, that's like that's that, yeah. fucking dumb. So yeah, yeah, it's stupid. Like, but you know how you can tell? Which uh, Greg Grunge is the one who told me, or not told me, but I watched the video. If you want to know if somebody's meta verified, tell them to change their profile. They can't change it. If they change really? it, they got to re they got to repay for it. 
Whoa. So I don't know if you know who Big Bad Daddy Official is. Mm, I don't um, think so. He's a guy that goes in like his Speedo and on like roller skates. And he's the king of pickup lines. And he was on the podcast here a few episodes ago. And uh, solid dude. He's verified over there pretty much everywhere. And um, I asked him, like, man, how do you do it? He's like, oh, just go check on there. And it, you got to pay for it now, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I'm not going to get I'm not, I don't want to pay for it. Man. So I think a couple of weeks had gone by. And I'm like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to, I want to see it. If it makes any difference for one month, I'll just do it for a month. So I, I did it. I got there. I got, I got approved for it and all that. I'm sitting there waiting. And like it says within 48 hours. I'm like, okay, cool. So I had nothing within like three days. So I go back. I'm like, man, how long did it take? He's like, oh, dude, it was instant. I'm like, fuck. So I go back and I, I look at the thing and, oh, you got to change your name on your profile to match the name on your, your ID. So want me to put my actual name on there. And I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. It's not worth it. And uh, yeah, like, man, fuck that. Yeah, he's like, man, it, it's actually worth it. He's like, dude, I did not have this many followers until I got the blue check mark. It got me more exposure and more people followed, more views. And I'm like, dude, I don't care. I, I If my video does good, it does good. If it doesn't, I move on and I make it. I'm, yeah, I'm not a numbers person, but I kind of, you know, I, everybody watches their numbers. But, yeah. I, you know, if you like to follow my stuff, follow my stuff. If you don't, then you don't, whatever. And if you don't yeah. like me, fuck you. But, um. I don't think much has changed with my, you know, we all have videos that blow up. Yeah. And then we all have videos that are shit. I mean, <laughs> and it, it is what, and usually we think they're great and they're shit. And everybody's yeah. like, or the algorithm just doesn't push it. So. Well, the algorithm doesn't push it. And if the algorithm doesn't push it, sometimes there's a delayed explosion. We all want it to happen right now. Oh, yeah. Right? But yeah. sometimes it doesn't happen for weeks, right? And with TikTok now, the SEO, sometimes your video could not blow up for a whole year. Right, it's oh, yeah. just like YouTube. YouTube, your shit videos, they'll take off later on. Yep, I've right? had plenty of shorts that have taken off, which I, I really need to catch up on shorts because I've got months of shorts to post. Yeah, but well, you know, like so, I started my backup page. Um, I don't know back when all the people were copying my stuff, but I think I want to change it from just being like rough iron. I, I think I named it not rough iron or something, but um, I think I'm going to change it to a different name. I'm just not going to say because I don't want somebody to copy it yet. But um, I think I'm going to do it to follow my travels, like what I do when I'm not at work. Like, where, say I'm here in Cheyenne, Wyoming right now. What's, what's good to eat out here? Somebody tell me. And then I can go do, like, a food review on some food or a venue or something. You know, just something other yeah. than always just making funny content and, and, or asshole-ish content, if you will. And uh, But, like what, like, what life's like behind, like, the, the character of yeah i don't know if you follow my main tiktok page just tick frost 89 uh, i have frosted youtube i think 0. i think i i think i follow all of them i think I'm almost okay positive. so that one it hasn't taken off in months right i made a political video last year i got banned for a few days and and then i just kind of the growth stopped and then it picked up again a little bit but i i pay attention mainly to the 2.0 now because it, it it's growing and that's my baby now right and uh so the first one though like if i don't there's no rhyme or reason to it i posted a video over there a few months ago boom two million views i'm like oh fuck all right cool and then you know i i, I can post some blue collar stuff on there but uh i try to save that one now for basically just just fucking around testing anything out let's see what yep. works over here yep. um 
um, what's what seems to be working now on my on my 2.0, which is basically my main now, is that you know I'm at work, I make at work content, and then I go home. And I also have slid into my family time in there, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, my wife, you know, when I'm looking at my wife and it's like, damn, she looks good doing this and and that and this. And then I got her to pull my shirt toward her a little bit in a yeah, video. Yep. It looked fire. I love that. Right? Like, all right, mm-hmm. let's go, you know? like, And then, uh, you know, me, you know, kind of sort of making fun of my my kids whining or or doing things oh, yeah. right oh, and, yeah. and that takes off so people people are are tuning in for at work me and at home me so i, I love that yeah and I, I think that's kind of why i was like man you know i don't think i'm just gonna keep the pages separate and keep which like you're doing it all in one which is fucking awesome because then you ain't got to really jump back and forth but i kind of want to do all say i fish a lot when i like I, like if i'm not at work i'm fishing or yeah. the, unless i gotta play hockey on the other days but Really, that's how it, like, I mean, I'm here in Wyoming. I just bought a kayak. I got a kayak in this Airbnb garage because I was like, there's, it's not on the west or the east coast anywhere. And I'm like, I walked into the store. And I'm like, ah, damn, that's the one I want. So I'm buying it. So and my kid's like, he's like, what, dude, what? I'm like, well, we're just going to take it all the way back home. So that's what it is. What made but, you start TikTok and Instagram? What made you start the whole social media thing? Literally, so I was in a hockey tournament in Dallas. Um, what was it? it was like 2000, I think it was 2000. It was like New Year's Eve tournament. Um, they're all playing on their phones and stuff. And I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're watching TikTok, dude. I'm like, what, what the hell is TikTok, man? They're like, oh dude, it's, it's young people shit. And I'm like, give me your phone. So I started looking at it and I'm like, you know, it was funny stuff. And I'm like, man, I can do that. And they're like, whatever, dude. So I, I went and downloaded TikTok, and I was doing the whole thing. You know, when you first get TikTok, they show you all the shit you don't want to see. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I got some ideas. So I think the first one I made was with my crew, and I had a whole, like, crew of Mexican guys. And, you know, I always ask them because I was going to make fun of them. So I was like, hey, can I make this video with you? And it was like the Country Road song, but it was like Donald Trump taking me home back to Mexico or something. And it was like my sixth video went viral. And then after that, it just seemed like it just steamrolled, like, it just, it went crazy for, it went crazy for a long time. And then, but it's been like, you know, I made the men's mental health video and my DMs absolutely were insanely flooded. Yep. And I yep. tried to get to everybody and I got guys calling me, oh, you're just in it for the clout. I'm like, bro, the clout. I'm like, look, one video, have you seen all my other videos? I don't need clout. I got videos way bigger than this. I was like, I, I made that, I made that a year ago and I just saved it in my dress for this year. Yeah. And, uh. But everybody's like, oh, you're just trying. I'm like, no, I'm not. I was like, you know how many people DM'd me? And were like, this might be my last message. Like, that's a tough thing to sit on, you know, with, with and, and men got a lot of problems and the women ain't helping. So many of it's from women problems. Now that's their own way. You know, they need to figure that out for themselves. Like I told them, I'm not a therapist. I will listen. But a lot of my advice is really hard and rigid. And you probably shouldn't listen to everything I say. So, but, <laughs> but I'll listen, but I'll listen. And I did. Well, I probably had like three thousand DMs, and I'm like, "Fuck, I can't yeah. deal with all this." You know? Yeah. We talk about mental health a lot on the podcast, and we've gotten quite a bit of messages from people, you know, um, about, "Hey, man, I I love what you guys are doing." You know, blue collar workers, rough and tumble guys that are supposed to be very masculine, and hey, and and you're showing us, "Hey, we can talk about this, right?" And you know what? That's what makes you masculine. That's what makes you a man. Talking about it. 
right? Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And I, yeah, that one video I made where I'm like, hey, the manliest thing you can do, talk about it. Uh, reach out for reach out if you need to, or take every a hand that's reaching out to you, right? Yeah. That's the manliest yeah. thing you can do, right? And yep. I love that this episode now will be aired in two weeks here in July. The conversation doesn't end just because June June ended, right? This is a year round thing. And yeah, it shouldn't because. So many guys feel that stigma of being, like you said, the roughest, toughest guy in the room. Who, who's that impressing? Nobody. Nobody cares. Like you said, you know how hard it is for another man to ask another to talk to another man about their problems. Yep. And I think, and for I think for everybody that reached out to me, you know, I think because they didn't know me, they can just be like, "Hey, blah, whatever it was." And and for me, I was like, I spent like half my vacation answering people back because I was like, "Man, I need to," you know, I told them they could contact me, and yep. I don't want to be a shithead. And not, con- you know, be like, oh, yeah, fuck them all. Like, you know, but I really, you know, I meant what I said. Like, if you need to, you need something, you can reach out to me. Now, I might not have the best advice. I might not have the answers, but I can listen. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know. Like, I had one guy straight just come after me. I read his message. And then he's like, I went to sleep, man, after I sent you a message. And you didn't wake up for three days? I mean, what do you want me to tell you, dude? Like, and people don't understand that how many DMs you get. You don't see them yeah. all. They go yeah. everywhere. So yeah. I answered one back the other day from last year. <laughs> That's what I mean. You just don't see them all. Like they go sometimes, especially on uh, Instagram, you got three different like categories, especially if you're on a pro account, you got your primary or general and then requested. You don't see all that. Like it's a, and some of the requested would depend on what you put in there. You don't even see the request. So it's like, I tell you what, in the requested bin, there's a lot of hot singles in my area. Oh yeah, man. Heck yeah. dude. I got the hottest girls and guys all up in my DMs. Oh, I love that, dude. There's a guy, I think his name's Brian, and he's from Baltimore. Shout out to Brian if you're listening, buddy. I all love right, this Brian. Guy. Yeah, he sends me pictures of him topless in the shower all the time, and he's giving me a thumbs up. Dude's got a nice beard, right? And and he's, I think his name is like Bear or like Big Bear Brian or something like that. He's a bear, oh my he, God, but that's he's hilarious. married. He's married. He's married, and and they they sent me pictures of them together. They're like, "Hey, this is my husband." Yada yada yada. And it's like, cool, man. And I get lots of messages saying, "Hey, all those all those links in your link tree, but none to your spicy links, huh?" And I'm like, "Buddy, trust me, not for lack of trying." You know what I mean? Like, I mean, what, what do they want? Do they want the dick or do they want the frost? I mean, they want one or the other. Some dude was sending me dick pics on Snapchat every day for like a week, right? Yeah, and I was crazy. I opened them and I'm like. All right, this is fucking weird. And then the one day he didn't send me one, so I sent him a message. I'm like, "What? No dick pic today, bro?" Right? And and he read it, and he never never sent me another one again. It's like, "Hey, That's bro, crazy. you got a free preview. Now it's time to pay." And it's like, "No, nah, I don't want to pay. Send them to me for free, dog." Yeah. What? Nah. <laughs> oh man, that's fucking hilarious. We should all we should get a bunch of guys together and do our requested bin. Like everybody, like, "What you got today?" And be like, "I got like so many." Like get everybody like me, you, tsunami, everybody. Get everybody together. Be like, what do you I, got? Just do a do a compilation back and forth. Hey, which one? I bet, yours? I bet tsunami's got a lot. That dude's built like a brick shit house. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. I'm sure he's got plenty of both both in there. I yeah. get all the I get all the guys chasing the fat dudes. I yeah. If it's a guy, it's all the it's all the want a bear, or if it's a woman, it's usually like you said, it's all bots though. You know, they're zero yeah. posts, one follower, you know the hottest glamour shot picture you can ever imagine. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I bet, I bet, I bet one, if they ever found out how tall I was, they'd stop asking. <laughs> oh my God. Like women don't like tall dudes. I'm tall or I'm short. 
I'm, women don't like short dudes. Sorry. Um, I'm tall in my mind, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm short as fuck and I'm bald and I got a lazy eye. The market is bare for this guy, right? I got my wife. My wife, I snagged my wife before, you know, I'm taller than her. So hey, that's a win. Uh, I wasn't bald when I got her and I don't think my eye was quite as lazy. So I, <laughs> I took, I took her off the board before she even knew it hit her. Right. Well, that's funny. You can do a whole skit about your eye. Like if we get a, if we hire a guy that's lasered in my eye, we're done here. Like something, <laughs> like something stupid, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, I'm like, doing it. I'm doing it. That's funny because like I w somebody else was gonna do that that I worked with, but he had a really small account and he had a, he had a lazy eye. And he's like, I said, dude, do that one. And he's like, ah oh, man. I was like, if you can't make fun of yourself, like no, they can't. What are they gonna do? They can't pick on you. You can make fun of yourself. That's right. You know, like that's I did that one video. School. Yeah, well, I did the one video. I was like, um, you know. Um, I said, I think I need to lose a little bit of weight because I rolled over this morning and rocked myself back to sleep. <laughs> you know, just stupid shit like that. Like, you got to have fun with it. Like, you know, I, like I went from being, like I said, like 190 to 200 pounds my whole life till I was about, man, like 35 and I hurt my leg or whatever and gained a ton of weight and then just didn't take care of my leg the way I should have until finally, like last couple of years, I've been kind of on the on a downward trend. So, yeah, you know. That had to uh, that had to be hard on your mental health, hurting your leg and and, and you know not being physically yeah. where you wanted and I, a lot of it too was like you said it was like I was like just like self pity bullshit you know like oh my leg hurts I can't go do this but I can eat or oh I can't go you know I can't go work out like I used to or I used to skate all the time you know it would just hurt so I was just like eh fuck it but I could have had it fixed but I always wanted to work always wanted to work always wanted to work. And I never just rehabbed it the way I needed to rehab it. And that's what happened. And now I'm yep. a little bit older and a little bit more, uh, I guess, wiser to the body, I guess you could say. Because, I mean, we beat the shit out of our bodies. All of us do. And um, I should have I should have took care of it a little bit earlier in my life, and I didn't. So now at 43, I'm trying to lose all this damn weight. We'll see what happens. There's a good quote that I keep seeing pop up on my Facebook. And it's like, if you don't take care of your mental health now... Your mental health will take care of you later. That's true. That's that's right? true as well. Yeah, and I made that very video. true. I'm like, hey man, in my mid twenties, I was really like, nah, mental health will never get me right. It's never, never until until it did right, and yeah. uh, I, I thought it was a joke until it hit me. Right, and then you know a lot of it stems from shit that happened as a kid. But like, you know, um, take care of your mental health, man, because that shit's coming back. And that's just coming back in like 20 years, 10, 10 years, even, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, think... it's kind of tough dude, because um, there was, there was a time two years ago and I talked about it last podcast here or whatever it was. And, you know, I was driving back from work and I, I was going, it was two years ago and, and I was kind of in this, dark hole and i knew i was and i was climbing my way out of it. i didn't tell anyone about it but i'm driving down the highway trying to get home and i hadn't been home and geez and i still wasn't going to be home home i was just going to where i was staying and um yeah i i i just i was driving and all of a sudden this overwhelming emotion came over me and i just wanted to cry it's like what the fuck is that right and yeah yeah man it it was it was shit you know, coming back and, and, and saying, Hey man, I'm right here. You know what? Like I ain't going nowhere. And and until you deal with yep. me, I ain't, I'm going to be right here. Right. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's tough. 
I think some people takes a little bit more head of steam to get going. Like you said, it might be 10 years, but sometimes it to build up, to build up, to build up. And then it's there. Like me, mine was like, I, I'm, I never had it like where I've been in a dark hole. I just had it like with my leg. I was like kind of in the self pity thing. Uh, maybe two years ago, I had a bad case of gout and stuff like that in my foot. And um, I had to take too much diet. red meat, just too much everything. Really, it was too much pop. That's what was killing me was the sugar. Yeah. And uh, because I'd stopped eating all all the stuff they tell you to quit eating, and then I kind of started like, I was like, okay, now it's getting better. Let me start working this back into into my diet. And I ate all the stuff you're not supposed to. Didn't have no problems as soon as I took some drinks and some pop. Instantly, I started having gout again. And I was like, damn. I was like, what? So I told my doctor, and he's like, yeah. He goes, maybe you're just super, like, insulin retention, you know, all that stuff. So I've been, like, uh, it's hard to not drink sugar and because it's in every damn thing. But, you know, we've been doing pretty good. That's good, man. That's awesome. So, you know. So, so I'm trying to help out with the younger generation here now on the crew that is kind of showing signs of, hey, one day this kid's going to be fucked, right? Yeah. And and uh, he's really cocky and 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 he's really like uh, he thinks he's got a lot of swagger, right? Mm-hmm. And and he's like, yeah, look at me. And I'm like, bro, you better take care of that shit. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, man, you got a lot of insecurities and you got a lot of shit that's coming back in 10 yeah. years or so mm-hmm. and he's like what and and he's insecure he's like and his girlfriend was on the phone she works here too and he's like insecurities what you think i'm insecure about how i look and i'm like bro it has nothing to do with your looks dog yeah looks like and, nothing man yeah and, and she, she chuckled right he's like i'm not insecure and she chuckled and uh i'm like bro it has nothing to do with your looks man it has everything to do with mental like you can see it the way you carry yourself that cockiness is might be fooling someone else but yeah. dude, I, oh, I yeah. see, I see it, dog. And I'm here. I'm here. You know, I'm here to mm-hmm. tell you, like, I was you, right? And, oh, his, yeah. girl, oh, and yeah. his girlfriend's like, Ash, come on, man. Like, tell him, you know, like, we all know, you know, you've got a lot of shit going on. And I'm like, dude, I see it. I see it, man. We've had a lot of conversations. I, I know you've got shit going on, bro. And, and you might say, oh, that doesn't fu- affect me. Fuck that. Man, it's coming. And one day that, you're going to have a- to, you're going to have to face that demon. That's that mental side of your brain telling, like trying to portray it to us. Yeah, fuck it. it does. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. But are you? You know, you're not. When you have to explain to somebody that you're good because it's already leaking out somewhere, you can, yep. I mean, it's already, it's already coming to the top. So, yep. you it's know, already, I, always, I can smell it. You know, and like for me, so I, you know, I got seven boys that are, that are mine that I, you know, and they work a dangerous job with me. So, yeah, I, I worry about all the shit they're doing all the time. I got grandkids already, you know, I wear it. So, you know, like my one son, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't fucking listen. He's got three kids. He just wants to be like his dad, I guess. But, you know, he's a good father. He's a good, hard working iron worker. But at the same time, I'm like, bro, look. And I know he's had some of his, you know, mental struggles with, you know, the baby mama stuff and all that. And I'm like, look, dude, I've been through it. You can talk to me. I said, not as your dad. You can just talk to me. And, uh, like, I'm very open with my kids. Like, I don't want them to feel like, oh, I'm this, you know, tough-ass dude. You can't talk to me, you know, the old-school way like my dad was. So, you know, I try to be very open with them if they got problems. And I ask them all the time, like, you doing good? You all right? You good? And usually they, you know, for the most part, yeah. Or sometimes they'll be like, no, look, this this is bothering me. This is bothering me. And right now, you know, everything is financial for the kids. 
you know, they're, they're all up and coming, you know, they all pretty much moved out, you know, have their own houses and are trying to go through that. You know, I've had one, one son, you know, he's been through the, I bought a new truck, got the truck repoed thing, you know, because he wasn't paying his yeah. bills, he's bullshitting around, going to the bar, doing, doing ignorant shit. And I was like, look, dude, we've all been there. We've all been there where we had a little bit of money, spent it, and then get it back. <laughs> so like, we've all been there. So, yep. It's a hard lesson you know, to learn and it's not easy. It's not an easy lesson. That's for sure. No, nope. I've been like, you know, like I said, I grew up in a predominantly basically the hood, you know, and, uh, my mom and dad, we always had enough, but we, uh, we never had everything that like, here, here you go, kids. It was like, you want to go work for it. Go get, go get some money and work for it. So yeah. it was always that type of mentality with my old man. So I moved I'm around a lot. Yeah, so we, we, we moved, so we moved we. around a lot because, you know, we, we moved from uh, Hamilton. I'm from Hamilton, by the way, close okay. by. Uh, right. where, yeah, only, only oh, four yeah. hours away from you. Uh, yeah, originally, it's not far at all. Originally, I'm out west now, but, uh, you know, I'm from Hamilton originally. So we moved up north for what well, bit of the Sioux, Sioux St. Marie. And uh, another OHL team, what up, Sioux yep. Greyhounds. Yep. Um, the team Gretzky put on the map. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. we... We um we moved back to Hamilton and we just moved around so much, right? We 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 didn't have my dad didn't have money. We we're on welfare for quite a while, mm-hmm. and then you know I think I was eleven when my dad uh, answered an ad in the paper for ten bucks an hour or whatever it was, and that changed his life. That changed all our lives. Yeah, uh, it was for a metal roofing company. The guy that he was working with didn't have his license. He was an alcoholic. He needed my dad to work for him and drive him around. My dad worked for him for like a year or so, a year or two maybe. And then my dad started his own business. And my dad was self-made just like that, right? Nice. But yeah, yeah, and then we, my my sisters only know my dad with the guy with money, right? So like my dad, for me, I watched my dad struggle. And and, you watched the blow up come. Yeah. I watched the blow up, but with that came mental health, right? And the mental Mm -hmm. health was always there, but like... Uh, I watched it get worse and worse and worse over the years and everyone around him suffered because of it. And my dad was also bipolar. So when he got that money, he was riding a high. I got all the money. Yeah. And then, you know, he'd blow it and then he would sink. He'd ride a low because he's broke. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and that was interesting. He took me to work with him. He taught me the value of the dollar, what it takes to earn it. I had to buy my own shit, um, you know, which was great. I really loved that. Uh, I learned what roofing was and how I fucking hated it. I never <laughs> yeah. wanted to do that. Yeah, like like you, like you said about harnesses, they were optional. They were there. You could wear them if you wanted. Towards the end, you had to. But, yeah. um, um, you know, so I watched all that shit happen. And, yeah, it was it was interesting, man. And just coming from nothing to, to, you know, Hey, suddenly we have this house and I have all my shit, anything that I could ever want in yeah. it, right in my room. Mm-hmm. Right. And my sisters have only ever known had up until that point had only ever known that life. Right. So they were, right. they were spoiled. They, my dad sent a message one time and got them yo-yos for Christmas. And they're like, what, that's it. Right. I got a bag of chips and a basketball one year and I was like, fuck yeah, man. It's not about, and, and my right. dad brings this up, brought, brought this up a lot when we were talking um, I said to him when my dad's like, sorry, all I could get you was this a bag of chips and a basketball. I'm like, it's not about what's under the tree. It's about who's under the tree. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that was, that's being, being family, you know, 
family's always been a big part of of sort of who I am and why I yeah. do what I do. So, yeah, they even dating back that far. Yeah, uh, this is kind of how it was for us. You know, I was born on the West Coast. I was born in Oregon. And uh, my dad owned, uh, he worked for his father, which is funny. He owned a roofing company. And they did the hot tar roofing down in, like, uh, California area. Oh, yeah. And my dad somehow he acquired a bunch of asphalt equipment. <laughs> and he just started an asphalt business. And he tra- we traveled all over the country doing asphalt and wound up back in Toledo where they were from. And then he wound up becoming a union boiler maker. And he had a tree business on the side. And man, that man hustled and hustled and hustled, but he uh, he never spent money. So I always thought we were just poor, but we were never, like the bills were always on, the lights were always on, we were always closed and fed. And then when he wound up passing away, you know, he left all this money to my mom. I'm like, holy shit, he had all this money. He was just cornholing his money and putting it away somewhere. And I was like, holy shit, like what? Yeah. You know, we're, we're, but that was just the way he was. But you know, Back then, you didn't ask your dad, hey, how much do you make an hour? Like, that was a fucking no-no. You didn't, you know, you never asked him, hey, you know, you didn't ask him, like today's day, where yeah. everything's pretty, I mean, obviously, there was no internet either. You couldn't just Google something and find out something. But, yeah, it was it was crazy. But he was always working, always working, always working. I think that was his, his uh, and then he would go fishing. And I think that fishing was his, like, reset button. That's yeah. what it is for me. I go fishing alone a lot, and that's kind of my mental, like, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to fish. I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm not going to, I'm just going to fish. And that, that's just my thing. So this is actually part of my reset button. The, the, the podcast I'm, I'm interested you in, know, it, but it's also part of, of the social media game too, which is, it's, it's a lot of work, right? So I know it's I know. part of it, but it's not. And I love to hike. I love, you know, I, I love going out places. I love, you know, I'm looking forward to a time, and I don't want to, like, make my kids grow up, but I'm looking forward to a time where I can leave my kids behind and just take my wife out. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, I yeah. want my I, – I, I can't say I want my wife back, but I want to take my wife out. You want your time I, back. I want my time Your back. time, yeah. Yeah, with my wife. You know what I mean? Um, and, and moving back to Edmonton, actually, is, is helping with that. We know a lot of people there who have already said, hey, we got the kids. You guys go. Right. So, so like, and that's going to be weird for my wife. It's been almost six years of, of, you know, of them being around her all the time. Yeah. I can't wait to take my wife out for dinner and a movie and and wine and diner and get to know my wife again. You know, like I I love, we love, we stay up late. We talk, we, we, we communicate really well. So we know where we're both at. We, and, and, you know, we've had that conversation a lot lately. I love my kids to death. But I love my wife more, right? Um, when those kids are, grow up and they leave, she's still going to be right there, right? Yep, she's yep. my ride or die, and she's not going nowhere. And, you know, so we – I love her. I love my kids to death, but in a different way, right? And Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your kids so, are always going to be your kids, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're going to leave me one day. <laughs> mine, are, mine are starting to go. There you go. I need a downsized house. Shit. How does that feel? How does that feel as you as you know my kids are very young, uh, five and three, almost six, you know, and and they get they grow up, they get older, they move on with their life, and and you're just sitting there and you're like, damn, I remember when this kid was like fitting in my hands, and now he's funny. out doing his own thing. We were, uh, me and Devin were actually sitting here at the table yesterday, maybe after work, and um, he was going through some old videos from when he was, you know, they lived with their mom primarily most of the time when they were younger. And he showed me videos from then, and I was like, man, you know, I didn't miss anything, but I missed some of that. 
And I was like, damn, like, you know, I remember you guys that little. And now I watch you guys all grown. You guys put your tools on and go to work with me in the mornings. And that, that's a big, like, eye-opener to, like, especially watching videos the other day. And I was like, damn. Like, it just goes by so fast. And, yeah. I, and I'm lucky. I'm lucky they go to work with me. Like, our, I don't know, the chemistry is crazy. Obviously, they're my children. But I don't treat them like that at work. I treat them just like everybody else. But uh, I don't know. They just, it's like, like they think like me, I guess, is, is the thing. Like, they already know what I want done. So it's like, I don't have to say nothing. I just kind of look at them like, like let's fucking go and um and then they kind of hype up the rest of the crew too but all the people i have that work for us in my company are, are awesome like everybody all the way across the board um we have a pretty good company of, of people and then we got about oh man 50 50 steadies and they're all good rod busters man good iron workers all the way around so we're fairly we're, we're fortunate my boss is awesome the my uh the president of our company, he uh, he's a, he's an awesome dude. He's great. Um, couldn't ask for a better boss. I mean, he should follow me on these social medias, but he don't have any. But um, my other boss, I meet him with the apprenticeship school together, and uh, I really don't answer to anybody. Just when he's like, "Hey, did you fill out your timesheets?" Yeah, uh, maybe. So, but um, other than that, like, yeah, I don't know. The company's great. They, he, he knows all my kids on my kids since they were this big, you know what I mean? So he's like, uh, tell Christian. I'm like, you tell him. He's like, you're their dad. I'm like, you're their boss. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, I'm not pulling the dad card on this one. I said, you want to talk? You want to do something? Tell him to, you know, just go yell at him. Uh, and he's not one of the, he's like, not the type to go yell. So he's like, tries to get me to do it. I'm like, he's not even on my job. He's like, well, just call him. I'm like, you go do it. So. That's kind of funny, the dynamic, too, because Joe Joe's a really good dude. He's one of my best friends. And uh, he calls me about my own kids, and I'm like, go handle it. Like, yeah, I'm their dad. They don't live with me. We're all going home together. I was like, they have their own house. Call them yourself. My kids my kids are here so much with my wife. They're they're sort of like the crew mascot, right? They Everyone sees them, and they're like, hi, hi and and when they're driving by or driving through our site they're like hey and, and whoever's they see they call out their name and everyone's like oh there's dick's kids dick the frostlings are here right and that's awesome and yeah and man they they come into the hotels or wherever we're at and they they see my boss and my boss I, i've known this guy for eight years now right so before i had kids and he, i he was actually the first person i told about my youngest daughter yeah. Um, you know, and, and we, we were actually in this town we're working in right now. And I told them my wife no was doubt. pregnant. That's awesome. We're at the hotel down the street and he comes outside in the morning for the safety meeting. He's like, Hey man, why do you look like you've seen a ghost? And I'm like, she's pregnant, bro. And, uh, and, and he's like, congratulations to her. I'm like, fuck man, I'm, I'm pumped. And, so um, yeah, so so he sees her now, and, they, and she sees him. She absolutely loves him. She runs up, can I have a hug? Can I have a hug? Right. And the other day, last week, actually, she's he's the one that had to be like, hey, where's my hug? Right. And so like he gave her a hug, and ah, uh, dude, it's it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see, you know, the evolution of things. He knew me when I was a young guy. We talked about this a few episodes ago on the Father's Day episode, actually, like what it was like going from being one of the younger guys on the crew with no kids, having the older guys kind of mentor me to now like me being one of the older guys with kids. I and, know. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, it's insane, yeah. man. It's insane now the evolution of of the worker comes, man. You know, I, I hear this quote all the time on TikTok and I repeat it all the time. I repeat it to young guys and everyone. I'm like, hey, spend your 20s becoming a monster. And when you get to your 30s, learn how to tame that monster. That's right? right. Just become so a true. beast. Yeah, dude. And I, so I felt true. it. I felt it coming to my own in my 20s. I was I was probably just as hard. I'm a harder worker now, I think. But I was, I was a really hard worker. But I was ever, I was rambunctious, right? But I was yeah, becoming yeah, that monster. Over. Yeah, I was becoming that monster. No rhyme or reason. And I had right. to tame that monster. I had to, I had to put a leash on that monster and be like, hey, you can be rambunctious, but like focus at the same time. Focus that energy. Don't be all over the damn place with it, right? Yeah. Right. And yep. yeah. Yeah. There's. There's a few, I tell guys like this too. I said, your reputation's made in your first couple of years. You don't want to walk on a job site and they're like, hey, so-and-so's here. And everybody goes, ah. like, I'm telling you. I said, you want to walk in a room? You don't even got to say hi to anybody because they all know who the fuck you are. So when like, right. like me, when I walk into my union hall, I don't got to say who I am. These guys all know who I am. Yep. Um, and I don't brag about none of that. Like, you know, I, I go and win all these iron worker tournaments. What's, what's that going to do? That just means I'm good at what I do. Who, who, you think a bricklayer is impressed that I can tie rebar fast? They don't give a fuck. You know, I mean, you think an electrician thinks that, I mean, I'm probably faster than with a pair of clients, but that doesn't, I mean, electricians are fast anyway, so let's slow that down a minute. <laughs> but, um, whoa, 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 whoa. What are they slow? <laughs> are, like, are they, they slow, like, mentally or No, they're, they're no, dumb? electricians, electricians are super smart. They just ain't moving nowhere fast. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta give them that. Their, their, their apprenticeship is, is, they do a lot crazier math than we do and gotta deal with, like, ohms. I don't even know what the hell an ohm is. Um, but stuff like that, you know, I like to rag on the electricians, even though a lot of them are my best friends. But you know, yeah, you I like to rag on welders, forth. welders, and safety hands. I do safety a lot, yeah. but uh, you know, like God, I just did, I just did the uh, the standing around one. You know, I just did that one, but I I actually did the voice myself, and yeah, uh, that's I did one on the so a few, God, what was it maybe the eighties, early nineties? An electrician burnt down the Fox Hill Mall in uh. California, I guess it was like an iconic mall just outside of Compton. And um, rumor has it that he was like in the trailer asleep while his apprentices like caught the mall on fire. So I did the, I didn't do this. I didn't do any of this. And they charged the dude with it and like took his contractor's license away and stuff. So I'm sure in the electrician community, a lot of people probably know about it. So of course I'm going to make a, make a joke about it and I'm going to post it. I just put like a fire green screen in the back and, but you know, stuff like that and just poking fun at each other. I'm going to do one about ironworkers. I got a giant bolt off a bridge and I'm going to do an ironworkers final exam with just a bolt and fuck it all up. You know, righty tidy, lefty loosey, lefty loosey, righty tidy, like something stupid to make it look like I'm sweating profusely because I can't figure it out. And yep. Yep. Just dumb shit, you know, but, uh, same thing with like, you know, I work with primarily carpenters all the time and cement finishers. And, uh, you know, I have banter back and forth with them like uh, concrete diva on Instagram she is, you know, she's a concrete salesperson, but she hates when you call it cement. So every now and then I'll throw a cement joke out there and she gets all bent out of shape, like you're a dick. And I'm like, eh, you know, I should get her on. I should get her on and see how much I can piss her off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell her I said, tell her I said it. It's funny. Cause <laughs> she knows like I literally make, and, like I'll make a post and people will tag her in it. Cause they know that she hates it. I think she has it on her thing where it says, it's concrete, not cement, or something like on her fate on her TikTok profile, maybe. I can't remember, but yeah, she's <laughs> she's pretty funny. 
So I, I love that video you made. Uh, I think it was last year. You know, I got some famous friends that live down the street. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, I had no idea you even knew I existed, I think, until you oh, made bro. that video, right? I followed you for a while. And then and then you made that video. And I was like, holy shit, Rough Iron knows me? Fuck yeah. Nah, dude, I try to, you know, I think people also think, too, that, like, when, like, guys like us, I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there. You're, you're fucking shooting up there. And uh, I think they forget that we're just normal people. Like, we're not yeah. celebrities. We're not celebrities. No. I'm, I, you see, I still go to work every day. I'm not a celebrity. I say that all um, the time. I say that all the time. You know, People are like, oh, the TikTok celebrity. Oh, I'm definitely not a celebrity, bro. I, I got to put my my boots on one foot at a time every damn day. <laughs> First of all, TikTok don't pay no money anyway. Um, not in Canada. We Facebook don't make no does. money. Yep. Facebook, Facebook pays does. decent. Facebook, Facebook pays, pays decent. I paid my so, bills on Facebook the last few months, like last four or five bought, months I just, now. I just bought a boat. <laughs> oh, Facebook money? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. What kind of boat did you buy? Well, I bought that kayak, and then I bought a, another one, a 60-foot. Good uh, for you, man. Uh, what the hell is it? It's a tracker. Uh, I can't remember the number. TR-16 or whatever the hell it is. Good for you. But I Dude, literally, so I always your content it paying off, right? That's that's your time yeah. paying off. I know people don't realize how much time goes into it, but you know, and uh, like like so, for instance, I want to start a podcast. I just don't really know how to go about doing it. Which I'll have to holler at you about that. We'll work that out. Didn't you but, send uh, me a message the other day? Uh, maybe a week ago. Maybe it might have been before go. you were moving. It might have been before you were moving. But I think we were just talking about your podcast, though. Oh, okay, okay. I can't remember, but I've been. Like, I got the idea and the name and all the shit I want to do because, like, look, all the same people that you interview are the same people I'm going to interview. Yeah. And, and do, you know, we got the same, like, social media circle. So, yeah. It'll just be fun to make the rounds and, and all that. So, and I've yeah, been thinking so, about it forever. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my crowd that listens to this would be your crowd too, but except for, you know, you have more people. So, like, what, what, what people might learn on mine, they, you know, they might not know on yours. You would could go about it differently. Ask different different format of a podcast. Actually, I just shoot yeah. shit and have a good time. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, mine would be similar, and I would probably do you know look up. I mean, I, like obviously we all know a lot about each other. We see each other's content, and then there's always the personal part that people don't know about, like the OHL. Like, well, yeah, then people want to explore that stuff. You know, like go looking into stuff and, and seeing what, you know, what, what's this guy really like outside of work? Does he like the golf? Does he like the, you know, go shooting? Does he like the fish? What, what's he like to do? Build birdhouses, whatever, you know, people do all kinds of crazy shit. So. Yep. Yep. But, absolutely. I bet you have a flat acid in your, in your, in your, in your apartment somewhere or whatever. And you know, you like to, you like to eat people. I bet. Don't you? Yeah. Like what do you really do? Hmm? So. <laughs> So like, you really do. What do you really do? Who, who is that guy? You know, uh, yeah. man, honestly, and, and dude, I'll tell you anything you want about podcasting. This program here that I use is probably by far the best one so far. And I had a previous experience with it too. So like it helps, but, uh, you know, podcasting is, and we talk about it a lot. Um, it's, it's a cat and mouse game, right? Where I've been really lucky so far, but sometimes there's like, Hey, got time. Yeah, I got time. Oh, hey, I got to cancel on you tonight. Can we reschedule? Yeah. And then you keep doing that for like a week and you're like, hey, I got to move on to someone else because I got I got a deadline. Yeah, oh, yeah. For me, I try to put it out every – oh, I have been putting it out every Tuesday. Haven't had an issue with that yet. But like, uh, you know, um, 
yeah, you know, it's 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 like, well, hey, you know, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Oh, you didn't offend me, man. Trust me. If you say no, you say no. I move on, right? And I'll circle back yeah. to that another time. So yeah. right. Well, and for me, the only thing that we were having problems with is the damn time zones. Yeah. You yeah. know, and but actually, I'm like, what? I'm not right. No, at Edmonton, you guys are an hour. What? You guys West Coast time? E Mountain Standard Time. What time is it there right now? It's nine. 930. It's, it's 935 here. Yeah. That's so what I thought too. I thought I couldn't remember if it was close or if Edmonton Head was over a little farther with the time. I couldn't remember what time. Hey, hey, I gotta ask you a question. What do you know about viscosity? Viscosity? Yeah. As far as like welding? Ah, viscosity in general. <laughs> uh, the viscosity of liquids. What, what, uh, what do you uh, know about I don't. Nothing. Nothing? No. Well, you should visit by the way, the podcast is sponsored. That's where I'm going with this. Um, Hey, yeah. So you should visit www.mudmanmarket.com to find out what viscosity is. And, and, you know, they deal with a lot of viscosity. Fucking, They deal with a lot of viscosity on the rigs. You need to know what the viscosity of the fluids are, right? Uh, You can add, add more chemical, uh, you know, or, or, or stop adding chemical. Um, You know, so the, the mud man, he has all these fancy tools and stuff like that, that he's trying to simplify it all and, and whatnot. And so viscosity uh, helps with the thickness of loads. Now you can only imagine where conversations have gone. Right. Exactly. The thickness of a load. So, you know, how thick is your load? Well, see all these kids. Must be all right. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of zinc lately. I've upped my zinc intake because I've yeah. heard the 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 viscosity of your load goes way up when you drink hmm. zinc or when you have more zinc intake. And I've been doing pretty well there. So, and I've noticed the difference. And I didn't even need the Mudman to do it. But like, shout out to the Mudman www.mudmanmarket.com for all your drilling fluids and laboratory testing equipment needs. Hell yeah, that's what's up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Shout out to the sponsors, man. Shout out to the sponsors. And we're working on another one here right now. Um, uh, You know, they reached out to me earlier. So we're working on that. Uh, They're here in Edmonton, actually. And, uh, oh, they're actually in Red Deer. So do you like beef beef jerky? I do. Cool. I don't know nothing about it yet. I I just (laughs) got the message. So, hey, that's coming. I've had I've had I've had quite a few beef jerky companies reach out to me. I think Dollar Jerky Club was the last one, and they never came through. I was like, "Yeah, I never sent nothing," and that was it. So whatever. Uh, you know Jeremy Littell, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's kick, gonna kick, kick, ass. kick ass. Yeah, kick ass. Oh yeah, I know. Me and Jeremy are friends. I know Jeremy pretty yeah. well. I was actually gonna go ice fishing with Jeremy. Nice. So, yeah. 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 Jeremy and I talk quite a bit on Snapchat. He um he kind of mentors me a little bit. Um, whenever, you know, I need, I had questions about Facebook monetization and he's, he was yeah. going to come on the podcast when he was in Mexico a couple months back. Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, it didn't end up happening. And then he went, I think he, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it or not. He went and filmed a movie or a show or something like that. And oh know, yeah. Out there with the regulators. Yeah. 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 So, so, you know, it didn't end up happening. We'll get it to work one way or another. That's the cat and mouse yep. game of podcasting. Yep. If you can't get them now, you'll get them later. And it's yeah. just like, it's like movie, the movie business, show business is declining them or standing them up only makes them want you more. Oh yeah. And then like, so I've been working on an idea forever. I want to do like a blue collar meetup of social media people. Like all of us meet in one spot. And like everybody else does it, 
that everybody thinks they're a celebrity. We're not celebrities. We just want to like eat barbecue and talk shit. So yeah. I was like, why can't we just like figure that all out to like a weekend somewhere, anywhere, who cares? That's like kind of neutral for everybody from wherever, you know, and yep. get everybody and this it, limit it down to like 30 or 40 guys and women, whatever, you know, yep. and their families. And and just everybody come because you figure 30, 40 people plus two or however many if you bring your children, obviously. Yeah. So, you know, that would be a, I think it would be awesome to have everybody. What, what, what area would you be thinking of? Because, dude, I could fly I back to Ontario for a visit and Detroit's four hours. Wyoming's not far from me here. Uh, yeah, man, you, you, we, 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 we need to, to plan find, this. Yeah, we would have, have to, to plan this. Central. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely do it. We'll have to do it off here. We'll get, swap out and get a hold of each other. But yeah, I, uh, Somewhere central. I don't know what central would be. Maybe like Kansas City. That's like the middle of the middle of everybody. You know, from Cal- like that's the middle of our country. I know. You know, hell, us trying to get up to your country, they ain't letting us in. <laughs> they're, hey. a pain in they're a pain in the ass. Yeah, um, good old Justin Trudeau, right? Oh, Trudeau. Uh, if, if unless you're an immigrant, uh, you know what? I'm gonna stay away from that. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> what I up, already Trudeau? know what you mean. I know what you mean, but yeah, he's a pain in the ass. Yeah. We had a couple guys. So we literally are building, you know, stuff for that bridge. We have to ship it to the border and they're, they're barging it across because they don't even want to, they don't even want to deal with it. So they got it set up somehow through the commerce to, you know, border patrol checks on our side, checks your side. It's, it's just rebar. Like <laughs> there's nothing special about it. And most of it's made either in America or Canada. So, hey. which it's growing crazy. up of growing up a Chicago Blackhawks fan, who's your favorite all-time player? Favorite all-time player, probably Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall, fuck that guy. <laughs> and and not and not because he was a shitty person. I don't give a fuck about that. We talk about that all the time. Dude wasn't paid to be a good person. He was paid to be an excellent hockey player. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. give a fuck what he did in his extracurriculars. Doesn't make him a, a good dude. That motherfucker tried to charge me ten dollars for an autograph once. Really? Yeah, and I was like ten or I was twelve years old, I think, and and uh, we went to the East versus West game in Hamilton, and and he was there, and uh, Todd Bertuzzi was there, and he came out, and I'm like, break a neck, and he's like, fuck off, kid, and then you know, um, Todd, uh, Bobby Hall was signing autographs, and I'm like, hey, Mister Hall, can I have your autograph? He's like ten bucks, and I'm like, oh, and I walked away. I'm like, I'm not paying, man. Yeah. Fuck you. He's probably my favorite old school player, I guess, because that was obviously before my time. Yeah. But my probably my favorite of this time is probably Dunks. I think Dunks was fucking. He's a stand up dude. He was he was very unselfish. You know who scores seven, seven goals a year, but you know is the best. You didn't need him to score. Entire, but the dude was a shut down defenseman for yep. ever. Yep. One of the top so, one hundred players of the game. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, yep. I mean, as, yep. as said by ESPN, because they know everything. But yeah, no, he's he's probably, yeah, he's probably my favorite uh, of this age. Because I think the era of hockey, obviously, even like Gretz says, when he played, it was so much different. He wouldn't have scored all the goals like he does now, because he got killed. Yeah. You know, and but he did play up into the 90s when, when it was starting to get a little tough, and you had to go against the Scott Stevenses and some of the other guys that would rip your damn head off. So, oh, yeah. You know, the McSorley's and, and that well, he had McSorley on his team ninety nine percent of the time, so that doesn't count. But the guys like cool. that, you know, the Proberts. Yeah. 
you know, he had to live through the Broad Street bullies. Yeah, but he was on the West Coast. He didn't yeah, that's, that much. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, that was, yeah. But yeah, I mean, people don't know about like you know how Philly was. Philly, they were animals. They were crazy. Yeah, that was hockey back then. You know, look at the Ty Domi. I love Ty Domi. So, as a Leaf fan, it warms my heart that Max Domi is coming back to Toronto. I know. So, uh, you know, I, I, I thought we should have re-signed him. I was so sick that we got rid of him. Um, Oh, that's who you guys just got. You guys just got Maroon. No, no. Maroon went to then, Minnesota, maybe? Oh, he didn't go to Minnesota. Hey, you're, right. No, you're right. No, I think it was he went Minnesota. To, he, went to, he went to Minnesota. You're right. I was thinking, like, I was trying to think, like, who the hell else did you guys get? Because I was like, man, you guys put all the muscle up there. In we Toronto. got Domi, like, Domi, Klingberg, Bertuzzi, Reeves. Uh shit. Um, I hear the I hear the Willie Nylander uh, trade uh, the contract talks there are not going so hot. Uh, Nylander wants it to start in the double digits, and the Leafs don't want to give him any more than eight eight point five. And uh, I think he's worth more than ten. I just don't Again, want it. I don't want the another, Leafs to pay it. Another guy we got rid of. Who's that? Nylander. Not William Nylander. We drafted William Nylander. Or is that William? What's the other one? Uh, yeah, you had his brother, maybe? Yeah, he, we did. We did. Yeah. Where yeah. the hell did he go? I can't remember where we traded him to. We traded he was so in Buffalo people. for a while. Yeah, we traded I don't so even many know people. Where I can't at. remember. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, um, Matthews. Matthews, there's talk about Matthews is going to will willing to take a discount to try stay in Toronto and win. So. I hope that's true because well, they, like, put, they put that muscle around him because you guys got so much finesse, but no, no grit. That's the, yeah. that's the only thing. And you're, yeah, uh, who, I can't, who the hell is your guys' goalie? Oh shit. We got Samsonov right now. Who's an uh, UFA. We're trying to, or an RFA. Maybe. I don't know. We're trying to resign well, him, but we don't seen, have any goal. We got wool. I just seen Gibson just said that he will not play another game for the ducks. Oh shit. He, he wants it. He wants to trade right now. So sign him up, gonna, Toronto. Somebody's we'll, gonna snatch him up. We'll trade Matt Murray because the Leafs right now, the way they are, and they haven't re-signed Willie. Well, they, they they got still Willie and Matthews one more year, but the they still gotta give them contract extensions, and they got like a goalie to sign. They gotta sign a goalie and work on the D. They're eight million over the cap as of right now. Yeah. So something's happening. And I hope Matt Murray gets traded or bought out because that guy, he's done. He's so he's inconsistent, man. Two cups back to back cups with Pittsburgh ruined them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. got rid of yeah the flurry era. Yeah, Hell, oh even my. flurry. But man, flurry yeah. flurry was a Vesna winning uh, goalie who. His only fault was he made too much, so they shipped him off to Chicago. He shipped the bed in Chicago, and I think well, Chicago traded no him. Yeah, and then they shipped him yeah. off to Minnesota, I believe. Yeah. And now he's in Minnesota. I think he's going to stay in Minnesota. So. Yeah. So his his thing, what he said, because you know I follow all the Blackhawk talk, and um, he didn't want to go far. They like he's like, I'll you can trade me, but I want to stay right here. I moved my family from Vegas to here. I don't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, like, uh, or I'll just retire. Basically, is what he kind of said. So yeah, well, and good Flurry, for him for standing his ground. Absolutely, as as a, you know, 
as a three-time Stanley Cup winning champion who's had an amazing career, Hall of Fame right. career, and 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 a goalie like that, legendary status, you you treat them with respect. Right. You don't shit on them. I'm, I'm glad Chicago kind of, you know, because they could have kind of did a shit deal and tried to trade his rights to somewhere else and kind of, you know, you know, honored that. But either way, we, we you know, wiped the slate clean now. It's the Bedard era, so... The Bedard era. Here, here it is. I love listening to like you guys talk about this. Like the Blackhawks were actively tanking last year and made their team absolute shit, so they would tank. And well, you know, I, I, I always, I kept telling my son, I was like, "Tank for Bedard every game." And he's like, "You're crazy." I was like, "I'm a manifest this shit." And then we got the first round pick, you know, the lottery pick. I was like, "That's crazy." Like. That's nuts, but how, how much I, is it to go see a game in Chicago? If you don't mind me asking. Oh man, I, you know what? I didn't even look this year. I bet it's I bet it's a thousand dollars. So it's still it's still cheaper than going to see the Leafs. Nice. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, I I used to go over there, and we used to go watch them quite a bit because it's not that bad for us because you just go right up and over. But um, that was back when you just had to have a driver's license to cross the bridge. Nobody cared. Yeah. Now, now it's. I mean, obviously after the COVID, it, you ain't going over there. We go to the U.S. a lot. We just got back from Montana not long ago. Well, I seen you guys went down to Montana. Yeah, so. we we uh, we like taking those trips. Our, our one of my favorite spots is probably Seattle. Um, San Diego is gorgeous. We love San Diego. Um, yeah, we go we go to Montana as much as we can. Anyway. Yeah, I was out. I was in I was in like Bay Area, California last year working for you know, all through August, part of September. My favorite spot to go is South Florida. I love to go to South Florida. I like to Oof. fish down there. Yeah. But but Miami. I'm, I'm a Fort nah Fort Lauderdale. It's Fort Lauderdale price is not Miami. So the same I thing. I went to go see the Leafs versus the Panthers in in Miami. In in Fort and- Lauderdale, right? They're in, uh, they're, they're in Sunrise. I don't know where it's part of Fort Lauderdale proper. Fort okay. Yeah. So yeah. we went we went to go see them, and this is when Yager and Luongo were still playing. Oh, okay. And uh I'm glad I got to see Yager before the guy left. I don't know if you listen to any hockey podcasts, but Yager, um you know, remember when he got traded from Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. He asked for that trade because the pe- Penguins were in financial trouble, and and they were they had a lot of up and young coming guys, and they needed to build around them. And Yager made a lot of money, so he's a he's a stand up hockey dude. Yeah, he went to he went he to is. he went to Mario, and he's like, "Hey, I make a lot of money on this team, and I'm getting older. Trade me." Trade me and and back then I think he was he said it was one of the last deals that were ever made where you can trade for cash. He's like, trade me, get the cash, get some young pieces in return, just trade me, and save on the cap, build this team to what it can be, right? And and so he 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 left, and that right yeah. there is is a leader. I love that man. Well, and he still plays in, in over in the Czech league. Cladno, yeah. He, yeah, because if he doesn't, they won't come watch his games, and his, tank, his team will go upside down, bankrupt. Yeah, his dad owned that team, and he bought the yeah. team off his dad. Yep. Yep. So, and I, I seen a somebody said he put a tweet up uh, last year. Hey, I'm uh, I'm still a UFA in case anybody's looking for a guy. <laughs> I was like, no way. Somebody that should just guy, sign him. Yeah, someone should. Um, so, 
when we went to Florida, we sat at the glass right next to the Leafs bench for $70 for both. $35 a ticket. That's not bad. Dude, I can't sit in Toronto for that. If I go to a game in Toronto, that's like $1,000 or more per night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, for, for the night. And that's insane. I saw the Predators play the Ducks in Anaheim for like 90 bucks for decent seats. And yeah. uh, I'm like, man, this is why we travel to go see these games because I can't see them in Toronto. Yeah, they're expensive. I know yeah. as, soon as, as soon as we got the pick, all the season tickets were sold out. That's crazy. Like in like hours, sold out. So I don't even know what ticket prices are this now that Bedard's there. And ima- imagine just say hypothetically, Kane signs back over there. You'll never. I won't be able to see a game for fucking ten years. Well, yeah, that's five. nuts. But that's I mean, nuts. they they kind of asked Kane on one of the Chicago podcasts, uh, like, "Hey, would you come back if Bedard if they got the pick for Bedard?" He's like, "I've never really been. You know, I haven't pondered that." And I was like. And then we wound up getting him. So, I mean, that would be sick for those two to play together. That so, would be. Well, his, one of his they, best friends is the Brinkat, right? So, like, he's yeah. trying to find – or Panarin, one of the two. I think it's Panarin or, is, and, yeah. and the Brinkat. Wherever Both one of those two yeah. end up, you know, that, that'll be kind of where he decides, I think, hey, did the Brinkat go somewhere that still has room for me? If he did. I'll go. I'll try to sneak in there, but if yep. you know they can't make it work, maybe he's waiting to decide that. Well, he just had that surgery on his hip, so yeah. he's out six months regardless. Somebody's got to sign him, and not let him play for what October. So probably the first two months of the of the season. So who wants to take that cap hit and have a guy that can't play? Yeah. So that did, that's where everybody's sitting at on it. Did you see the, what the, the shit that Kachuk played through in the Stanley Cup? Oh, final? dude, Kachuk is a fucking beast. He played through yeah, a broken sternum. sternum. They said his brother was getting him dressed and all that, and I was like, "Yeah, his pl- the, the the players were helping him like on the ice tie and, skates like, or and tie his skates and put his jersey." Man, one wrong hit at, with that, and he's, he's done. Yeah, and he's done. Right? I, I, I think I think it wasn't his choice to not play in the last game or whatever. I think they were like, "Look, you cannot play." Yeah, because the yeah. dude. I mean, and he was doing his thing, man. He was he was going nuts. Yeah, but. You know, look at look at Domi though. Domi was what second points or something in the playoffs. Yeah. So, people, like, I don't know. I think he's very underestimated because of who his dad is. Yeah. People you want know. the guy like the the throw the fist guy, right? Yep. And and that's not who he is. Domi, he will hit if he has. No, to. he's he's under your he skin, will. but he's he's a in front of the net scoring dirty goal player. That's his. That's his. Freaking absolutely. Mo. So absolutely. Hey. So so um. You know, uh, it's getting on here, and I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to keep you too late. So uh, I usually end it with asking, and it's perfect. You're American, so this is great, and <laughs> it's Fourth of July, and what a fitting way to end this podcast. Um, so you know, uh, the Mount Rushmore has four of the most influential people in American history on it, depending on how you look at it. Um, who would be on your Mount Rushmore and why? The four people that influenced you the most or you look up to? Uh, on my Mount Rushmore, number one would be my dad, for sure. Number two would probably be his brother. Your uncle? Yes, one of my uncles. Um, man, I think the next one would be like my fifth grade teacher. 
the dude was just real about everything in, in fifth grade. Like he just was like, look, life's not going to give you shit. I mean, he didn't say it that way, but he, he just, he just laid it out that way. And then one of my hockey coaches that I, that I came up with, he, uh, I don't know if he's seen something in me or what, but he just kind of took me and, and he just, he made me realize that, you know, you can't be an idiot outside of this if you want to do this. And then I had kids and he's like, well, look, man, it's going to be hard. You're going to have to go through this, this, and this, and this. Like he really mentored me to the path that I went to, you know, hockey wise. And, uh, I think he helped me mature a lot. Cause I was a, I was a hood rat punk ass kid. And, uh, yeah, he just helped out a lot, you know? So I think that would be, that would be mine. So that's good, man. That's but, really good. Why, why your uncle? Uh, cause he was the polar opposite of my dad. My dad was a hard ass, um, just hurry up and get it done. And he was, my uncle was a hard ass too, but he would show you the right way to get it done. My dad would get it done no matter how he had to rig it up. Whatever the hell had to happen, it had to happen. And then my uncle, which was his, uh, I think he was the youngest brother out of the three brothers. Um, he was just more in like, hey, do it like this. This is why you do it. This is how you do it. Your dad's stupid. Do it like this. You know, brotherly shit. But he was... And he was always there for, like, when my dad died, he, me and him, that was, you know, he kind of, like, slid into that persona, if you will. And, uh, yeah, just stuff like that. So, that that really, yeah, it was it was just, you know, he always played a big part of my, my life. And when I was young, he was in prison. So, for some wild shit he did when he was young. And I didn't know him until I was about five. And then ever since then, like, and, like, my dad is built. So, my dad was, like, 6'2", about... 180 and I was always big and stocky like my uncle and I always joked that he was probably my dad not my dad and my dad's like whatever whatever but you know it was just one of them things where you know he was just a good influence good you know told me why I shouldn't do the shit I did because of the shit he went through so <laughs> that's so, good man that's good yeah I love that, uh, man. You should hear some of the answers I get for for that question. I it's like one of my boss asked us that a couple of years ago about Mount Rushmore, and my Mount Rushmore has changed so much over the years and and whatnot. But I, it really stumped me, and it really gets you thinking, right? Like shit. Uh, it does. You know why? You learn a lot about a person, and and. And, you know, when they tell you, like, who they look up to and, and the, for the reasons, you know. And I love that. I love that. It does. I mean, like, I wasn't expecting that one. So, yeah, you got to think. And you're just thinking like that. So, it's like, who really is is that are those people? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, and that's my – actually, three of three of my Mount Rushmore are gone. So, tough, you know, man. there's there's that. So, that, that and, you know, they just stuck with me. So. Yeah, when you look up on your Rushmore and, and you see like the people that have helped shape you, you know what, like, and and they're not here anymore. So like, you're kind of, who knows? Maybe you'll end up on someone's Mount Rushmore, right? Maybe. Hopefully, maybe. hopefully your kids. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they'll maybe they'll do me backwards, in my face, to the back of my head. Maybe it should be a picture of your ass up there. They're, maybe, you're, maybe. they're sculpting it, and then you yeah. turn around and look. It's just your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's like ass or. Turn me around backwards and miss my hair. So, but yeah, <laughs> that's anyway. awesome, man. Well, either dude, this way. is this has been a lot of fun, man. And I'm glad we finally got you on. Yeah, bro. And, I'm, I'm uh, definitely glad we got to get it together. 
Yeah, man. And, and, you know, I, I always talk about it and I'll talk about it all the time. This is my baby. And, you know, like I get just as excited as day one when uh, on podcast release day, when it comes out and, and I, I get uh, just as excited recording and, and, you know, it's a lot of work, you know, uh, between watching content, making content, reaching out to people. Um, speaking of which, Ken, uh, Kelly Rudy has agreed to come on my podcast. Yeah, I don't know if you know. No Kelly way. Rudy. Yeah, Kelly Hell Rudy's yeah. coming on the Hell podcast. Yeah. Hell yeah, That's I reached out up. to him. Yeah, he, he's coming on uh, end of August, I believe. So yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we. I wanted to have him on a few months ago, and then he's like, oh, I'm running into the playoffs now. I don't have time. Okay, cool. Well, when, as soon as the playoffs were over, as soon as Vegas lifted the cup, I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, playoffs are over, eh? And he's like, <laughs> Hey, let's just let me get through the summer, man. I'm like, yeah, no worries, man. You just take your time. Let me know when you're good. I'm just, I'm just right here. I'll always be in the back of your mind. But yeah, it's, it, it's my baby, right? And and dude, I had Ed the sock on. Don't know if you know who Ed the sock is, but Ed the sock said trying is funnier than actually doing sometimes. So I reach out to the most absurd people sometimes. And hey, like, what, do you yeah, you... what do I got to lose? You miss all the shots you don't take. So exactly, Wayne know. Gretzky. <laughs> yep, and Alec to. Baldwin and Alec Baldwin <laughs> yeah but he seems to hit some stuff <laughs> so well Whew. his armor does but that's a whole nother story for another did, did you see the prop girl is in shit for that now yeah they just read well I heard yeah. they just retards Alec Baldwin again too is what I heard Ooh, they opened shit. it back up because the prop girl was like into some into some drug trafficking on set Oh, yeah, see, I didn't hear all that. I try yeah. to stay out all that. Man, if it ain't on one of the socials, I don't watch the shit. Well, in Canada, oh. we don't get news on social media anymore because of a law our government recently passed, so. Oh, really? Yeah, mine's all, it's all just the hearsay from the contact people, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, man, this has been, this has been right, fucking brother. awesome, and I'm, I'm pumped yeah, that man. I was able to get you on, man. I'll shoot you my number when we get off here. Yeah, definitely. And then definitely. if that don't work, we'll have to do, I don't know, WhatsApp or whatever the hell it is. We'll do it, man. International calling. You got (laughs) iPhone? You got iPhone? Ah, as long as I'm on Wi-Fi and you're on Wi-Fi when we text each other. Who cares? Yeah, man. Right on. Hey, can I call you you by your name? Yeah. Everyone knows your name. Larry, stay frosty, bro. All right, brother. Stay safe. See you guys on the next one. See you later. (laughs) Later, brother.